0: Johnny, that is a definite diss. Knowing you, that is just like... Okay, let me explain
1: what it's like to be a John. Because I, 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 I'm curious to know if you guys can name another name that people lengthen.
0: Oh, we talked like, about seriously, this. Think, no, we talked yeah, about
1: this. I know we've talked about this, but I just want to bring it up again for everyone that didn't hear it the first time. Like, seriously, no, Robert. Name and name.
0: Robert Robinson. <laughs> Sorry, No one calls
1: name. Robert. No, no but like it's weird though like i always um jonathan is almost like a power move like, peop- like here, people call jonathan. me jonathan man i feel like anytime people call me jonathan i always feel like it's like a power trip on their part because like jonathan's such a like a you know no. johnny or jonathan such a like no, a will. baby name william no 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 no, no. So you're, you're misunderstanding here william is the name it's shortened to will My name is not Jonathan. It's not Johnny. It is John. J-O-H-N. Like there's like like that is my actual name and then people lengthen it. I'm saying if your name is William and you go as Will and someone calls you William, it's not really that weird because it's like No, but there's people that go
0: by Will and it's on their passport that it's Will.
1: Yeah, few people, but I would say. Very few. There's very few wills. There's a lot of Williams. Okay. Okay, fair um, What I'm fair saying on. though is John is actually a name. Like, it's just in J O H N. Like, it's, it's not like there's like, you can't even spell Jonathan with an H. Spelling Johnny with an H is also kind of weird. Like, John is a name that's not, it's like you don't have the length in it, right? <laughs> um, True. Yeah, anyway, so we don't have to spend too much time on that, but I do find that people power trip on me. Like, I had this one client who was like, he, was like he called Come me here. Jonathan
2: he'd be like oh, every time he
1: called me like hey jonathan how you doing i'm like well i it, uh, uh, like it's it's john it's, he's like oh no no worries, sounds good jonathan like and he would just <laughs> yeah like, I, I was like and like i always about to like reach through the fucking phone and rip this guy's throat out like that's hilarious because mag- every time <laughs> i remember and he he was like the slowest guy to pay me ever like it took like a week for us to get a hold of him and like at one point like i even had jocelyn go by his house like five o'clock when he was getting home from work and and he was like getting out of his car and she's like, hey, like, hey yeah, you know. And so you yeah, I call him the next day. I'm like, dude, I, I just want to let you know like how like just like disrespectful I find that you like you like ghost us for seven days after like we we finished your project. Yeah, you know, we talked about and he's like Jonathan, I'm so sorry. I'm like, dude, I am like please don't call me Jonathan. Like, you yeah, my my name stop. is John. He's like
3: Jonathan, I totally understand. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm gonna fucking kill
1: you. Like I'm like, I know your address. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> you're sleeping tonight, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. That's
3: so funny.
0: Fair enough. Okay, boys, I gotta ask you this. What do you think are the possible side effects of a country whose upper and most wealthiest and popular individual is a part, is basically the royal family?
1: I could see it being like a Kim Kardashian effect.
0: Oh my God, John. Nailed it. (laughs) Like, that was insane, actually, that you got that so quick. How how'd you get that line of reasoning?
4: Well... There's kind of like, okay, so people, people always
1: despise the people above them. Like that's just like a natural human tendency. Not always, but it's a tendency to despise the people above you. However, you're also secretly wanting to be them. And at the same time, there's usually a reason why they're so fascinating.
0: Mm. So yeah, right now, if you guys are listening, I'm in Jordan. I'm in my cousin's room. His name's Yazan. I haven't seen him in 10 years. I actually missed him. I was supposed to see him in this trip, but he got a, like, a sick job offer and he moved to Bahrain. So I'm just chilling in his room, just seeing all his photos and stuff uh, to make this call possible. But it's been a fantastic past couple of like eight days. Really nice, eye opening. If okay. you guys want, I can share some of the things I found interesting. Yeah, Yo, please
3: virus. do, man. Are you in Amman? Amman, Jordan?
0: I'm in Oman. Yes, sir. Nice. I'm next to the Abdune Bridge. So, If I was <laughs> a,
1: uh, I was a uh, feminist or like a left-winger, I'd be like, Amon. it's so like sexist. Like why can't I be like
0: people? <laughs> okay, cool. So spit fire some stuff at you here. So Jordan is the, uh, I've I heard this from multiple people. I didn't actually take the two seconds to Google this. So maybe Gabe can help us out here. But uh, Jordan apparently is the the country in the world that smokes the most cigarettes. Makes sense. Yeah. Um. The average salary here is... What, what brand
1: of cigarettes do you know? Is it Philip Morris? Or Golden
0: Coast. Tobacco? Like something Golden Coast. I don't know what that is.
4: Gold Coast, okay.
0: Gold Coast and, and more. I don't know. Um, Average salary here, $300 a month. Uh, sorry 300 US. oh here's what's interesting yeah no, so here's US. what's interesting one Jordanian dinar is two it's actually like 1.9 canadian so it's almost like a one to two
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's pegged at 0. 0.70 so one us dollar is, is 70 dinars
3: oh wow
0: seven no 70 cents dinar oh okay 70, 70 cents sorry 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 um so but, one but, but dinar Canada's twice is twice as
3: valuable as it though. No, because
0: it's like it, it's like uh, like forty percent, thirty percent, something like that. Okay, uh, I remember right. looking
1: into it, and I remember thinking to myself, Jordanian has a pretty good currency. Like as far as they like do. it's it, it, yeah, it's probably backed by oil. You know,
0: like. uh, I'm not I'm not sure, but um, a couple of interesting things. Everybody here smokes. It's ridiculous. Everybody has a cigarette in their hand. Two, the driving here is insane. There's lanes, nobody follows lanes. You're weird <laughs> yeah. if you follow <laughs> lanes. Oh, that's amazing. Um, uh, so here's what's interesting. All my preconceptions of Jordanian adults come from my dad. Right. And, and my memories of growing up. And one of the most radical things that exist is two things. People complain a lot. I'll just whisper a little bit. But, you know, people complain a lot. And two, everybody... Is playing the social hierarchy game. The wow. Kim Kardashian effect is insane. How so? Did name describe anything. It? Name anything possible. People will ask you, where'd you go to dinner? What perfume is that? What cologne is that? What shoes are those? What's your license plate number? So, in here, are the license plates, if your license plate starts with the digits 10, you're like, at a, like you're cool. Why? Like you spent money on that license plate because oh. it's just a lower number. The lower the number, the cooler you are. Some, <laughs> some guy, the the king. So dude, the gossip here, guys, 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 the gossip here is insane. I'm sitting down at dinner with people I've never met in my life. They know everything about me. Never met them in my life. They know everything. Like what? what do I they know a podcast about that i have a successful business that i have four employees i didn't even know we have four employees until like three days ago <laughs> <laughs> it is ridiculous the gossip here everybody knows who they're dating who smokes weed who slept with who who knows who who married who who got divorced with who who went to this restaurant who went to so you know how like in canada toronto we have like um uh Muskoka, that's like the really nice cabin place. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. knows who went to Aqaba. Aqaba is like in the Red Sea where all the like the rich people congregate. So oh. everybody knows everything. You can compare they heard him talking about them. Dude, the type of car. <laughs> I mean, the wheels on your car co- the wheels on your car. It it just keeps going and going and going. And that's I really do nice. think it's because of that effect. And so these were truths that I held about this country that most people here simply complain and gossip. But then there's this man, a man who generously allowed me in his home throughout this whole trip, a man who like completely changed my perspective on like the the society here. And that's my uncle, who shall remain unnamed, very wealthy, very successful. And it got me emotional because it's like success leaves, it leaves behind uh, clues. The guy refuses to gossip. He hates complaining. In fact, he'll call people out from complaining or he will exit a conversation where somebody's complaining. Wow. Um, he does not watch the news, even though his job would want Like he works at a bank and he's a bank executive. Does not watch the news. He spends an exorbitant amount of money on courses. His thing is not reading. It's courses. He goes on LinkedIn, buys courses. Buys courses from Harvard. Buys courses from Stanford. And he only surrounds himself with like-minded people. And he has an abundance mentality. Whereas, you know, I think my dad made me who I am. Like, I think that's, like, pretty clear. Mm -hmm. And meeting other adults here and just spending time with my uncle, I'm just like, oh, this makes sense. Mm. It's kind of like... It's hard to say, but I'm going to say it. My dad wasn't winning the wealth game and wasn't winning the social game. So how do you not lose in a game that you can't win? You just don't play it. So you, you, he took us to Canada because I'll just be honest here. Like it's kind of a flex to say that your kids are Canadian and for the price that it cost them to get that little bit of a flex was worth it.
1: Hmm, Interesting.
3: Wow, man! So this is your yeah, dad's brother, right? it's Interesting how that's like so rooted no, it's in the culture. It's though. Not. Oh, it's not. No, okay. it's not. It's your, it's your mom's it's, brother.
0: Y- yeah, yeah. Okay, but it's um. Sorry, John. What did you say?
1: Well, I just I, I just find it sad how it's so rooted in the culture. It mm-hmm. makes sense though, if you think about it. Like, and that's why I think I was so quick to grasp on it because like there's a certain aspect of um, like you know, if you think of why people would complain, I feel like people complain because they feel like they don't have control.
0: Correct. I took an Uber yesterday. And the Uber, I've, I thought the guy was going to rob me from how passionately he was complaining about life, the government, and visa. <laughs> so here's something interesting you, you guys will find. So here, in, if you're an Uber driver, it'll take you 14 days for the money to get in your bank account if somebody's paying you over visa. Mm. so the guy has worked like 12 hours in the day and everybody's visa so he made zero dollars cash i legitimately
1: scams there or something like that (laughs)
0: probably i have no clue man yeah like because i understand you know like stripe and and basic risk management but um it was ridiculous um and this is just to share that um it does drain your energy a little bit but it's pretty eye-opening just again i've said this many times how lucky i am to be in canada and to have been in student works and to have been young enough to be open-minded to change yeah, and to call Dude. myself out in my bullshit. And it actually makes sense why, you know, my ego is there and I feel like I have all this need to like climb the social ladder because it, it's in my DNA and it, it exists because of what I've learned subconsciously as a kid. yeah, And, Here's what's kind of interesting. It's like, it is, so a couple of examples. When we were in Aqaba, my uncle has, he's like very well respected, well known. We were just hanging out on the beach and then somebody calls over my uncle to sit down with him. And then, you know, his daughters, my cousins were like, do you know who that is? And I'm like, okay, like, they, like, while we're walking, they identified everybody. It's like, that's his mm-hmm. name. Their kids go to this school. But with this guy, they were like whispering. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, that, he, that called my uncle over. He's like, that's the guy who built the entire resort. And he built the beach. He's it's interesting that they know
1: that though, right? It's
0: oh, crazy. John, they know everything. And then a helicopter flies over us. And then we noticed it was two helicopters. And it was the king. The king was landing in his castle next to us. And it was just like, and you see how <laughs> people nuts. move, they pull out their cameras, and it's like, uh, dude, I don't know. It, dude, it
1: what, dude, what a different culture, hey? Oh so
0: different. It, it completely threw me off. And it's uh, so
1: status driven. That's scary.
0: Yeah, I was having uh, just dinner here, and people ask you questions that they know their answers to, but just so they can see how you tell the story. To see how much of an ego you have. I bet
1: the 48 laws of power is a big book out there.
0: <laughs> it doesn't exist. Like I, they don't know what it is, but like, I mean, that's the, no, that's they, the play name it, though. Of, they, they play they it. Play yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it's so clear. And it, people ask me like, where'd you tell me, come on, Albert, tell me, where'd you go to dinner? They know the answer. Tell me who kicked, Ooh. who cooked this dinner for you? Because the person that cooked the dinner for us one night was somebody that wasn't very well liked. So then they were wanting to see my reaction of how I, talk about this person slash oh my of this person. god dude it is what the It is hell? insane it is insane and it makes sense because the game we all play the three of us uh, i learned this in ilp landmark it's like people win the games they play mm. and if you a lot of people play the gossip game because it's so easy to tear people down right mm. but uh people here when they can't win the wealth game you play the social game and your main weapon in the social are words aka gossip it's the main weapon it's insane mm. And I admit, I did some thinking about it and I noticed like, what's interesting, it's like Jordan has built this social credit system that is not actually numerated, but it's just on based on the zeitgeist. How, How? well you respect it is just, all, it's just gossip. The, the social,
3: it, but, but when you say social, social credit, credit system, it's not like it's formally recognized.
0: Is well, it? let me explain to you. I'm renewing my passport. Yeah. And a guy asks, he's giving everybody a hard time, but then he asks my name. And I say, Oh, i Abu Shakra. I go, Oh, Abu Shakra. Ahlou, Sahala. Welcome. Come here. Boom. Because my last name, like my dad's uncle, owns Abu Shakra perfumes mm-hmm. and it's big and has multiple retail stores. And he's like, Oh, you got some perfume? I'm in. I skip the line. I get my passport. Oh, you hear my like accent? That though, I'm Canadian. Boom! I'm Canadian. Faster. Oh, I'm missing a, p- a paper. Don't worry about it. It's on the house. Next time you see us, bring us some perfume. Done.
3: Yo, what? Yeah. Yeah. And this is my, like my dealing fate. with
0: government. Oh no, man. It, yeah, government. Yeah. Like I you're got dealing with getting passport. your passport. Yeah. I got my passport that's expired for five years. An ID that I never had before, and I'm supposed to serve in the military. All well, waived in like two days.
1: It's interesting though. Like, so, uh Correct me if I'm wrong, but there isn't like a government per se. There's a royal
0: family, right? Uh, there is a government. There's prime ministers, presidents. Yo,
3: I just Googled this. The oh, king okay. of Jordan, John, guess how long he's been in power for. Guess the year he got, um, he ascended to the throne. In Jordan? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 71. 99. Yo, okay. he's been in power for 23 years. That is crazy. Abdullah II of Jordan. I'm surprised
1: that he's lasted that long because, like, wasn't there an the Arab spring? Like, I was thinking, like...
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, based, I'm not going to say...
1: response, I mean, I knew it was long, but yeah.
0: But, like, honestly, I'm not going to say anything negative because I might go to jail. So, God praise the king. I think he's a great <laughs> king.
3: Yo, shout out to uh, Abdullah II of Jordan. The weekly call salutes you, sir.
0: Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just mm, and we just see a red dot on Amr's forehead. <laughs> well, <if> you <laughs> though, I mean.
1: Like you know, you, you can't really have anything against like a royal. I mean, like you know, they, they're born into it. It's not like they chose you know what their life or anything, right? Well, not Apparently, only is he born into
3: it, but it says that um, he is a yeah. member of the Hashemite dynasty, who has been reigning the royal family of Jordan since 1921, and is considered the 41st generation direct descendant of the Islamic Prophet Muhammad. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't yeah. that crazy? How like a few,
1: like, a, like you know, like 1500 years ago or whatever, you know, how, how, when was Muhammad around,
0: Amr? I, I think in the um, uh, 562. Okay. I think that's something like yeah. that. So 1500
1: so 1, years ago or so, or so <clears throat> a guy was super famous. Like imagine if like like right now like Jordan Peterson's like really famous. Imagine if Jordan Peterson's ancestors were just like ruling over a country. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, like <laughs>
0: What other interesting things are there? Um Yeah, Emmer, you oh, said Oh, it's very it's very americanized. So, it's actually I'm like automatically the coolest guy in the crowd because my English accent is the best. There, how well you speak English is a reflection of your wealth because so it shows you that you're right speaking to English French. to them. Like you're speaking So I'm practicing, I'm practicing Arabic. I can, okay. I can speak Arabic. I think my Arabic like throughout the strip went from like 85% to like 87%. Mm. So I'm kind of getting better and better. Um, but because my, my English has no accent, maybe it has a little bit now because i have been speaking. Arabic, no, but,
3: no, you sound the same.
0: Okay, cool. It feels, it feels harder to speak mm. for English mm. right now, but interesting, which is fascinating. Um, it 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 reflects wealth cuz they assume i've been in private school my whole life here in jordan private school here so like if is you're like so 30, like 30,000 and you also a year.
1: obviously look arabic too right so like so if you go into like a into like a restaurant and there's like a like a like a cute server and you speak english she's like whoa, like this guy's oh, yeah. got status oh yeah
0: he's canadian yeah, can they tell 100%.
3: canadian right away versus american
0: um, They can tell if you're from Amman and they can tell if you're from, like, if you've been overseas, they can pick it up on the accent.
3: Right. But can they tell, is there a difference to them if you're American versus Canadian? No.
1: Oh, the way they same, view you. Same, you same. Mean,
3: like, like the status game. Like, is is American less or more valuable than Canadian?
0: I think they're equal.
3: Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But they just know that you're Fair North American, that. right? Like, they don't really necessarily yeah. know that you're okay. Correct.
0: Yeah. Correct.
3: Yeah, because I guess they, they, like
1: obviously you, if you were British, you would sound yeah more British, right? Yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You think, it's kind of interesting if you think about it. Like North American, of itself, like it's like like you know, it's always interesting when people say like we have an accent, right? Like even when I was in New Zealand, like you yeah, know, kind of English, to English, like they think oh, you have an accent. I always think to myself, what is what what is a What is a North American accent like? C- like clear. <laughs> <laughs> Like <laughs> like are the only ones that just yeah, don't
3: sound like a little <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah, you mean our accent of sounding better? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just you know but
1: like most languages people can't really understand what the fuck they're saying, right? Yeah, no, I <laughs> like, guess. Is that the case? Is that the case with the North American English?
3: Well, I think it's just all based on like um uh what's the right word here? Uh it's like phonetic, like how how familiar you are with certain phonetic I was going to say there's
1: certain slang words like there was a lot of like like terms that people would use in New Zealand that I didn't understand like mm-hmm. a tax re- like a uh, do you want a tax invoice and I was like like but like when you say it fast like tax invoice I was like the fuck is a tax invoice and I'm like oh it's like a receipt <laughs> like oh you know like right
3: but mm-hmm. yeah that's funny
0: another thing that was interesting I went here with my brother yeah and again the Kardashian game applies to like when you're born because I'm the oldest I get to sit in the front. I get served food the first. I get talked to the first. I get hugged the first. Kissed the first. It's crazy.
3: Yo, was your brother like? What is the shit like? We're so- <laughs> yeah, it's kind of annoying. I don't <laughs> like it, but it's like that's so funny. You just turn around his age, you're like, yeah, that's right. Like, what- so, like, what if, like, so, like, what if he tries to, like, you know, like get in front of that? Like, what people
0: oh yeah, like, yeah, what that's fine. But then he'll get gossiped about like later like relief. oh yeah
3: he couldn't <laughs> handle his place in the world yeah <laughs> yo this is so petty it's interesting yeah. though
1: like how like uh the hierarchy is so real there you
3: it's know? so real yeah, yeah. emma i came can't, back you're doing he, such he a good away. job of like explaining the the yeah, the <laughs> length like the magnitude of which this is present it's actually insane it like it 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 makes me so curious. Like I would just want to get dropped into Jordan for a few days just to see this, like well, especially with you.
1: So uh, Amber, I guess like, okay, so fine. We're talking about the status game. How does wealth, like what's their views on wealth? Like, how, like well, how do people achieve wealth? Like, is it all luxury items or is it like real estate or what is it?
0: Very Americanized. So you have two different pools, the P, the kids who go in public school and kids who go into private school. And then... The next question that people ask is like, well, how did he get his money? And most of the time, people like to get labeled and gossip down into either the king gave it to them, they are done illegal activities, or it's old wealth. Rarely do you have somebody just acknowledging that, hey, he's hardworking and smart. That makes In sense. Fact, so
1: <clears throat> it reminds me of, um, like, when I was reading about uh, uh, Jewish Americans, it was like, like, nouveau rich was, like, seen as, like, not cool.
0: Wow! Yeah, like, like if go. you
1: if you if you were a self made man, uh, the, the Jewish community was like, mm, "That's that sucks." Like, "Oh, that's poor you." That's that's like you had to earn your money. That sucks, you know.
4: Versus being part of the old the old wealth.
2: Sorry, somebody
4: was just trying to get in. Um, what was I saying?
1: Just yeah, like illegal king's money or yes. old money.
0: In fact, um. I've I've actually have not heard anybody gossiped about in a positive way. Yeah, it's it's there's always a but So it's like, oh, yeah, he has a great company, but his son was just in jail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so yeah, is it seen as a positive if you've done illegal things?
0: No, not at all. No, that's why oh, it's, oh, all, oh, it's all it's all down. Okay, the the king gave it to you. You didn't deserve it. You know stuff like that. Mm. Oh, there's wow.
1: always a negative. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. I missed, I missed the way you said that. I I thought that oh, you yeah. were saying it was a positive. It was
0: old never. money. So if it's no, old, no. Money.
1: oh, so so it, yeah. So they, oh, so it is very very Americanized in that sense that self-made is seen as a positive.
0: Uh, it is, but it's never acknowledged. There, so the the oh, okay. every time that I asked about mm. somebody successful or I pointed their car, they're like, oh, that's his grandpa gave it to them, or. Yeah, he's self-made, but he just recently got divorced. Oh, I see. he's so self-made. They always have
1: to justify oh. why they don't have. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so, but, but, but so how he's do people? Um, but is it so? Like, it sounds like uh, um, like a lot of luxury items. Like, it sounds like like people probably dress like all brand name kind of thing.
0: Everything has to be designer. Everything. It's ridiculous. Everybody yeah. Okay. Designer.
1: But. But, like, so, like, but, but how do people, like, okay, like, how, like, okay, if you were, if you were, if you lived in Jordan and you were trying to get rich, what, like, like, what, like, what is available yeah. to you? Like, can yeah. you start a painting company, you know? Like, what, like, what?
0: Well, you can't knock on doors. They'll think you're a thief. And here, wow. like, it's pretty easy to buy illegal guns. So so something? if
3: you were to go knock on 50 doors there, you'd literally get arrested?
0: I'd get gust about to the n degree where my business would probably shut down
3: wow
0: hey, here's this kid like bothering everybody like don't buy from him i'll be talked about in every whatsapp group and i'm on it's done I'm
3: jesus done. christ so how would and you then, actually but i wouldn't even to-
0: but here's the thing i wouldn't even do that because then i'm putting my parents into shame so i'm dragging them down and now they get invited to lessen this place. Dude,
3: I would be at the bottom of this social hierarchy because I would be so unaware of all these effects. No, on no, you would, yeah, you would.
0: But, like, but what I'm
1: saying is like, <laughs> like, like, get Canada,
3: this Canadian example, kid out of here, man. Yeah. If
1: you were to like, tell me, like if someone, if someone from outside of Canada was like, John, okay, like of the people that you know, that are young and self-made, what do they typically do? <clears throat> now, obviously I would have a biased opinion because a lot of my friends tend to do the same thing I'm doing. But I would say most of them got rich off of real estate or home-based services, typically unticketed trades. I would say those two things. Right. 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 Like, like and I think you guys could probably answer the same way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Real estate. And, you know, and it makes sense because, you know, but so in, in Amman, like are people getting rich off real estate? Like how, like, what are they, like, what are, what are young it people doing seems, to make money?
0: It seems to be the people that are the very wealthiest are the ones who are the most patient in a corporate gig, like my uncle. 20 straight years of being a top performer at the bank. That's how he, and, and he's just a charismatic. I'm not talking so about 40,
1: years. 50 year olds though. I'm talking about the people <clears> your <throat> age. Like, have you met anyone that's around 25 to 30 that has like, you know, like no. that's like reasonably successful that no. has money? No. Oh, interesting.
3: Oh, wow. They're not, so, they're
0: not, they're not in Jordan. They're in the U.S.
3: So, do you think that
0: there is
3: a pathway for anyone under thirty to to get a h- couple hundred thousand dollars in savings or in investments?
0: Dude, I just told you the average salary here is six hundred Canadian dollars per month. Okay. Uh, if you have a couple of hundred, like that means you need a hundred thousand JDs in your bank account. Can't do that with a job. Impossible.
3: Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess what would be it like has to be
0: your own business.
3: Sorry, I'm I'm kind of confused with the currency exchange. I'm not following you. So let's say if someone had half a million dollars Canadian,
0: yeah, it's how 250 would you Jordanian?
3: Okay, two hundred fifty Jordanian, Just half. but that is, that's, great. Like that's a, pre- that still means the same is what you're saying. Like it's still like five hundred k Canadian. And 250- no, no, no,
1: no, no. It's not the same because like. $500,000 Canadian is 10 times the average salary in Canada.
3: No, I understand. That's what, that's what I'm trying 000, to figure yeah, out okay. is what is 10 times the average uh, salary in. 60,000. Okay, 60,000. So then how would someone who's. How would they get 60,000 JDs before they're 30? Is that even possible?
0: Not in a job. It'll have to be your own business.
3: Yeah, but then how do you grow the business? Like, yeah, like, I'm saying what businesses are available. Yeah, like yeah most yeah. people are age. Oh, are doing okay. Trade. The
0: most successful. So I talked to my uncle about this. The most successful industry is food, and um, mm. hospitality, okay. like tourism stuff.
1: But <clears throat> but even for young people though.
0: No, just pure like in the econ- like the big the strongest <clears throat> part of the economy. No, I know, but I, I guess I,
1: I, maybe 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 there isn't an answer, so maybe that's why you're not yeah. answering it. But <clears throat> just Ammer, if if like, do you have cousins that are your age?
0: Uh, older than me.
1: Okay, have you how met old?er how, how, how much older are they? 25 and 30. And, They're like 26. And, they start at 26. Have yeah, you met anyone that's, yeah. Have you met anyone that's successful? No. That's young? No. Okay. Well, I guess you wouldn't know then. Yeah. Interesting. Which is interesting if you think about it though, because,
3: Man, I mean, that's crazy.
1: Just, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy to me. Yo, yeah.
3: it's 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 insane to me how like I can They're see how the it just clicked for me how the social game becomes so much more of a prominent game to play because
0: 100%. no one Can't win the money in game. their
3: age group. Yeah, but that's the thing is like I'm 26, and I would say I know pff, I could probably count 15 people that I know very like like closely that uh, will be will have a net worth over a million by the time they're thirty, oh, yeah. but that's just a normal thing.
0: So for my uncle, who's in his right, I think, he, I think he's like well. It's not 60. that it's
1: normal, but well, it, oh,
3: sorry, is. it's not a normal thing. It's it's a it's a it's do, totally it's achievable. Totally achievable.
1: Like 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 uh, like you look at the people that are doing it, and you're you're not like <clears throat> by no means am I a genius. Like, you know, people are like eh, yeah, yeah, I you know like okay, yeah. you just worked hard, you know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah.
3: there's no like. There's very few hurdles that you have to jump over. Like literally in Canada, it's totally you, just, plausible you just wake you don't up have
1: to be a super genius.
3: Correct. Yeah. You, you like, like you just look at, you know, by the time John, you're 30, you could just say like, yeah, like if you look back, I probably knocked on like <clears throat> 400,000 doors or something. And like, yeah, people are nuts, like, yeah. people are like, oh, wow, that's, mm. that's insane. Like, then they start to calculate like, oh, <coughs> how would I do that? Or how, how could, but that's just not even a conversation you can have and and like it just won't wouldn't apply it just wouldn't actually get you anywhere in Jordan or in or in that country. No,
0: cuz you got to remember the initial conditions of both countries are severely different. Like in, in, there's there's an economy, there's a movement of wealth, there's like a different attitude towards business. There's more open-mindedness. There's But it
3: seems like there's definitely a de- different economic state which totally you have yes. to acknowledge and make sense. But I'm talking about the beliefs towards wealth generation and how you achieve status. Well, it
1: seems like they think it's much more, um, like, uh, based on your, um, uh, your ancestors. Yeah, exactly. Hereditary. Like in Canada, like at no point in time do, I mean, very few people, I think in Canada think about their family lineage and, and then like, I mean, think about this though, like like most people couldn't even name their great great grandfather, whereas Amr, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing most people are pretty well aware of what their ancestors. Well, I did can just do. tell you,
0: it's it's Amr Muhammad Husni yeah. Ibrahim. Husni yeah. Ibrahim. But see, that's Ibrahim.
1: that's the point though. I I, I could like <laughs> no, most people like, in Canada couldn't even go back to, right? So it's interesting. Like the lineage yeah. means something. Like there's almost like people like it's like uh uh it's almost like the biggest uh um not racket but it's it's like a, it's the biggest story that's going
3: on yo right? so amber let me ask you this if i was dropped into jordan and all my whole life existed in jordan and and i had the exact same parameters that i have you? now which is uh i'm 26 but no like do you just st- no no, ju- no no
0: no, like in this hypothetical do you start at zero
3: uh yes yeah oh, okay, like i'm okay. from jordan and my and my father has a brain injury and and doesn't work but receives uh like a salary like a disability salary am okay. i immediately
0: you're the peasant? poor guy i'm, I'm the you're, poor guy i'm the peasant yeah like your name is like oh you know poor guy I hope everything goes well with him to oh, everyone trying to start a business yeah, to yeah. everyone the whole the whole country knows about you and your name <laughs> right <laughs> that's right so again. insane man whereas oh, yeah. here john wouldn't stand a chance Oh his mother <laughs> selling drugs. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, John? Wait, his brother's gay? No, no, no. way. John will Yeah, I guess so. Zero. Hey, that's a big oh, thing. Oh huh? shit. Yo, John, you and I John would be on screwed. the streets,
3: man. We'd be like setting up our shelter every all? night. And
1: and yeah, homosexual, that's what that is. It's
3: fucked. Is that is a really negative really
1: negative thing out there? The
4: homosexuality? Yes. Yeah. Like unanimously, it, or is there a kind of a, a bit of a counterculture? <laughs>
0: there's no counterculture <laughs> sorry yeah ember laughs see ember's face
3: at counterculture emer's like counterculture you mean getting shot <laughs>
1: it's like yeah they call it the graveyard yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> this is there's the a cemetery country. actually for
1: everyone that was counterculture <laughs> they had a separate cemetery for them
0: impossible yeah. dude that's a death sentence
3: oh my god dude wow so
0: so imagine this but you guys gotta just remember kind of, this is the response
1: understand what you mean though just because like, i know that we're kind of making light of it but like, when you say death sentence, like, you, um, like,
4: literally, they would be killed.
0: I don't know about that, but... But, but if it would be on open, the table. If It'd you be on were, the table.
1: Like, there's a way oh, of yeah, getting yourself sure. killed if you're homosexual.
0: Dude, if you just go downtown Jordan, and you just, like, were flaunting yourself, you'd get beat up. So,
3: how do you if you're a homosexual that's interesting though
1: right because you don't like in canada you can basically do like if you're a homosexual you could go into the middle of the streets and do a strip tease and everyone be like yeah fuck man you can't do anything about it you know inclusive yeah, yeah fucking yeah go at her man whereas in like jordan you'd be like very quickly you'd be taken out <laughs> so I mean, that's a um, difference
3: so how do you like there's obviously gay people in jordan so and, and but everyone knows everything you do right so it,
0: it's funny because like i don't i actually don't think there are. They want to come out. Okay, but statistically,
3: people are gay, but maybe they're just not going to act on it. Their whole life, they'll be heterosexual for the sake of fitting
1: in. Austin, I think you would probably leave. I think you would get the fuck out. Mm. You're not staying. Like, we're talking about death. Yeah, yeah, fair (laughs) enough.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yo, Gabe, I think your mic is a bit scratchy there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're good.
4: Mm, that's improvement. <laughs> Small improvement. <laughs> okay. yeah yeah
1: or or they just want to or they're just like hey yo you you guys can do this and then basically they're all like oh sweet i'm doing it it's like okay shoot him you know like (laughs) like, that's probably honestly though like that's probably low-key what it is it's like hey guys theft theft is legal it's like okay chop his hand off chop his hand off you know yeah is that actually a thing by the way is it hands chopped off out there
0: no that's saudi
4: Mm.
0: No, I think I think I think uh, I think the own like that's what Jordan was and then when they left right. they put they put uh yeah some like the 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 king's father I think he was something like that. Or then King Hussein, which is King Abdullah's dad. He was the guy He's very loved by the nation. Very well respected. Um,
3: Wow, that's such a vague law. That's an actual law that says disrupting public morality. Like literally that just means... You do something that isn't <clears throat> widely accepted. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, that's one of those ones where it's like, it's like so loose that it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Here's a couple other interesting no. things. Here's a couple of my grandfather, like my mom's dad, um, has a PhD in philosophy, oh, which wow. I had no clue of, which is pretty cool. And, um, that my family, like my mom and her brothers. So like my grandfather had a bunch of land in Palestine that was just seized. By uh, Israelis, Recently? that was like worth um, over the years slowly. That was like worth like a couple of million. That's, That's just now cool. just it just doesn't exist anymore.
3: And it got seized by the Israelis.
0: Yeah, yeah they just like took it.
3: Is it was it because it was on the border?
0: No, because like holy land. No, they just like uh, like I don't know if you guys know too much, but not that much. Basically, Israel just like is expanded over the years to just take and take more and more and more Palestinian mm. territory. So, yeah, like we were, we lost um, some real estate because, oh, like, I'm actually, yeah, my my roots are Palestinian, which I didn't know. I thought that was just like a thing that most people said, but no, actually. Like how do you? How do you officially yourself,
1: don't buy don't buy real estate near the border of a man <laughs> uh, of Jordan and Israel? No, but even America, yeah. in, no, in it's a like baby. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah, so, yeah.
3: Um so, Amher, how do you officially seize land? Like, it, and then you're like, no, 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 no now no. this is mine. Now, you know, like, well, how Austin, do you? <laughs> it
1: it kind of goes probably something like this: Hey, they moved the fence line, and you're like, <laughs> and then, and then, someone's like, who do I talk to? It's like, well, you could go talk to the Israelis if you want. Not something yeah. you want to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're Muslim, so, like, my uncle, Israel. my uncle went to visit. In I think like ten stuff. years ago, wanted to visit like his property, his real estate in Palestine, and they were just like. Like a Jewish family just living there. Can't do anything about it. It's, it's done.
3: Imagine me, like this is what this is where my brain goes. I have like documentation of like my like land survey report. I'm like, look, look, this is mine. And they're like look, and they're this like, is yeah, gun.
0: This is, they're like, yeah. They're, like, yeah. yeah. This is <laughs> a gun. <laughs> <laughs> this is the air. But I'm like, through the air? missiles.
1: <laughs> Get out of here. Probably a lot of blocks in six hours.
3: <laughs> but I'm like. <laughs> but i'm like but then you know if you shoot me that's illegal so that's not worth your interest they're like well, oh under, i don't give a shit austin, about it's illegal,
1: that it's illegal if they know where the bullet came
3: from yeah
0: <laughs> it's illegal it's illegal to get caught killing someone no but austin they'll say that you're trespassing on their property <laughs> but
3: i own said property sir that argument yeah, but, but, to get but, but austin out. if it's in israel they don't get like but okay but hold it's on over.
1: go back though so um it, it just out of curiosity thought. like is uh is there is there a well-recognized property property rights
0: in jordan in jordan yeah i'm talking about palestine yeah
1: i know i know about i'm asking about jordan now so i'm saying okay yeah, so yeah, is yeah, there's yeah. well okay so is, is real estate worth something there like like is it like is it quite valuable
0: uh it is if somebody's willing to pay the price it is mm. highly liquid because not everybody just has money laying around
1: it's highly liquid and then but so like how does someone get um like is there mortgages
0: uh yep 5.5 Five to six percent interest, I believe.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I talked to uh, my uncle after I sent you. So Austin, yeah. I sent uh, John the income statement, cash flow statement, balance sheet. Oh, wow! Of the bank that my uncle worked in, which is yeah, the largest yeah. in the region, and yeah, it's like a uh, it was like high interest. They paid one point six percent interest on. Uh, checking accounts. So that was the in, the cost of interest accounts. And then non-interest was like 10 times or like hundred times yeah. more expensive to acquire a customer than like in the U S. Wow. And
1: they also don't loan out <laughs> at a very high rate either. Although I will say, um, the language that they use is to- like, as far as how they describe certain things is totally different than in Canada or in the States. So it's, not necessarily clear if the math that i did was correct but also it's all relative because like even though if that bank was in in america it would be it just wouldn't be worth anything like it like it'd be a merger candidate really like it it would get bought out like it's it's you know it's a huge bank actually it's a a big very big bank but it wouldn't yeah. be worth anything, like as far as like it wouldn't be like a no, like no one would be looking at it like, wow, what a great bank. Like it, it'd be like a per, like a very below average bank. Um, and it does not have any like it wouldn't have any competitive advantage. However, so, in in that region, right, it might have it might be the best bank. Right? It is, because, it is. I asked my yeah.
0: uncle, who can we compare it to? Like if I want to compare yeah. it to understand it, and he was like, There isn't the second best bank, is like fifteen times smaller.
1: Wow. Yeah, so that's the thing, right? And it's all relative because one of the big things about banking is uh, it's not like other businesses where it's really easy to expand into another country. So, like, they might actually just have a monopoly on money. So even though they're paying a lot for the deposits and a lot of non-interest income, like, if if that's the only bank, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it,
0: who eighteen cares? John, 18% of the revenue of that bank is Jordan. Other parts of it, yeah, I interest. I knew that part, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's
1: publicly traded. Like you can go you can yeah. go look it up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I thought it was interesting, right? Cuz I imagine that they're like uh Jordanians uh aren't just allowing American banks in. Like like do you see other banks? Like what other banks are there? Like you see like City, do you see like Citibank? Like City City or anything? No? no. No, no, no. But it's all like um, kind of
0: rip-off names. Like there's Capital Bank. Oh. that like, Capital you know, One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like Itihad and but like it's not no really. Not really I yeah, know <coughs> um
3: um now that you've seen under like your you know adult matured brain and eyes how the country works, I'm sure you look at it differently than you did when you were there before, where you see more you're noticing more, you see how hierarchies are more prominent and how like all the things you said social social hierarchies um are are more you know a prominent variable of of uh evaluating one's worth than monetary hierarchy um given what you've now seen like what would be your best guess or best depiction of what your life would be like or where you would be in your life if you never left jordan lambo i
0: i'd probably but the lambo photo <laughs> Yeah, more of that.
3: Savage, <laughs> like, like, bro. That would for be sure. like the epitome of... of uh,
0: John's sitting right there. He's like, Lambo Photo, more of that. I was just waiting <laughs> for
3: it.
0: Yeah. yeah, probably more of that. Um, I think I'd be very... Very bitter. Uh, and I think I would have tried to franchise an Abu Shakur location. Been disappointed at the money. And then... Probably go work at the oh, bank with Amar my uncle. Would
1: smell like super gnarly cologne.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, be terrible. dude. I, I've, I've, so at the gym, the guys that put on the cologne the most are usually Arab. And they yeah, just put sure. it on so thick. And I'm always like, dude, like this is scent free in here, buddy. Like, what are we doing? Emmer,
3: can well, I ask well, you, uh, can you get me a bottle of uh, Abu Chakra cologne and bring it back? Like, I just want to see, <laughs> like, I'll pay you for it. I just want to have a little bottle of Abu Chakra cologne. Does it say Abu Chakra a- a- on it?
0: Abu Chakra is just a retailer of different oh, brands of perfume. Oh, got
3: it. So there's no brand name Abu Chakra. Can you get me a plastic bag? From
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes sephora yeah they sell perfume and makeup so there's no, like a, there's no there's no probably house like branded a... stuff
3: is there no, no? Oh, okay.
0: i don't think so i don't think so can you take a
3: photo it, of a retail store and send it to i'm thinking it, of standing in
0: front of one and just like dude let's
3: go take that please is, take is that,
1: that called, photo is it, called, is it called abu chakra or is it called chakra yep.
0: abu chakra <clears throat> i'd call it abu chakra shock <laughs> Fair enough.
3: Yeah. See, uh, um, bring John to the next shareholders meeting. Though. See if he can give yeah. me a good branding idea. But, but
0: by the way, just just to, just to say this, um, throughout this whole, I made these kind of realizations in day one, and I've been running an experiment of what if I avoided gossip and was just like very polite and integrous. You just I noticed a couple of things, to <laughs> <laughs> So w- I'm always on time to things I'm invited to, which means I'm there before even like. The house owner is there. Is that
1: low status?
0: To show up early. It's low status to show, status up, to show early. up early. It's like low status. You're weird. <laughs>
1: yeah, because you're like, oh, like his time's not very val- valuable, apparently.
0: I don't know. <laughs> oh, but like, really? We had dude, a dinner. Yeah. T- we had a lunch at 2. I showed up at one fifty-five. The house owner, my aunt, wasn't at home. It was just the maid. The maid opened the door for me. She was like, here, have a seat. They'll be home in a bit.
3: Dude, that's not and then and then your aunt gets home and she's like what are you doing i don't want to be associated with you you're early for this yeah exactly
0: yeah <laughs> um being nice by the way has gotten me a lot of like free shawarma skips in line handshakes being very nice in a very negative country has actually been like amazing oh, oh,
3: wow. Wow. <laughs> okay so ho- yeah. hold on but being
0: nice like, like I'm, I'm very polite i take my time i let right. people go ahead of me i'm always smiling and people love me like strangers are, are treating me okay like so royalty. then why would
3: so, so if if social hierarchy is the game that's played and if you can make large advancements in your life by being nice why does
0: everyone choose to be negative
3: because well, when i'm talent. when
0: i'm nice so when i'm nice they see me as like submissive like i just submitted to them i right. opened the door for them right i'm i'm submitting to their authority oh like they at the doors open for one another Does <clears throat> no, that be like no, a certain thing yeah okay not at all
3: so yeah. so you hold the door people are people don't know what to do with that right because they're like are or
1: they're, you they're
0: confused like
1: oh, when you hold the door wow. like do they pass you their, your code like hey okay, i'll check this in please like they're <laughs> <you don't care. laughs>
0: it's weird yeah like um it's all i bet it's are really jordanian
1: odd. women really attractive
0: so this was my other kind of side mission was to see, would I find any women here attractive? Mm. And I found five. So it's like, yeah, pretty good. It's going good so far.
1: What's their body? Uh, what's their general body um, composition?
0: Fit. Because it's a very, very, very bad status symbol if you're a woman and overweight. Yeah, Interesting. Okay. It is but ridiculous. Like, like,
1: but like in, like in Venezuela, for example, they're known for having like large butts. Like what's like the what's like the key feature of like a Jordanian woman? Is uh, that a Venezuelan opinion, thing
0: for sure? Like is that like an innocent pretty dude, face?
1: Va-
2: va-
1: va- <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you look up Venezuelan women, the first thing that will come up is a very large ass. Uh, well, no, John, Brazilian John, too. John. But, but like you know, it's funny though. you know who wins the the Brazilian butt contest every year? A Venezuelan. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I keep I I, I, keep I keep track of these things. I keep track of these things. Yeah, you think John watches
0: UFC every week? No, that's that's UFC's Saturday night Venezuelan yeah. contest every Venezuela, Thursday.
1: Yeah, Venezuelan Saturday. But anyway, um, no. But like when I think of Jordanian women, I think of very clear skin.
0: Yes, yeah, very good skin, mm, very yeah. clear face. Yeah, minimal. Um, a lo- lot of a lot of surgery. Large lips. C- a lot of, of cosmetics. Surgery. A lot of cosmetic surgery.
3: Wow. Do you like that Emmer? F- like it? Like I, caused, no, I know. Yeah. I know. No. I. I can't. I'm not a huge. I like, can no, just can't. look into Jordanian women. Oh, great! Like this, it, you this can look, this look at this the podcast um, is about to take a nice turn. You can like look uh, up the queen,
0: the queen, the queen of Jordan. I think is a good representation.
3: Oh yeah, the queen. you know, yeah.
4: Okay. It's pretty hit and miss for sure. Very good skin, though, dude. The queen is that the queen? The queen's super
3: attractive. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) dude. Gabe, the disrespect, bro. You're gonna get
0: shot. No,
1: no, I just because I'm scrolling through and it's like there's like one woman (laughs) showing up really attractive. Gabe
0: in the the
3: background. (laughs) She can get it. Uh,
0: what? I'm not a part of this. I yeah, Amber's like, king. oh
3: my God. Like, what if someone's this tapped is, into my wife? They this eyebrows. is pure heresy. Like, pure very like, thick, hairy. Like, Gabe, like, you may have nice just killed like, Amber. Thick, hairy. They have, like, model
1: eyebrows. That's a big thing.
3: I'd like yeah, uh, the record uh, to show that Amber had nothing to do with my yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Gabe, Amber's life is now in your hands, bro. That's on you. That's on your no, name.
0: I don't condone any of the language here in this podcast. That's against the king or the queen. Everyone, The queen just keeps coming up
1: over and over again like 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 she's like the only attractive
3: yeah girl. i just literally googled jordanian women and it's all the queen
0: yeah let's we'll see what the by the way is like God tiktok damn, is, is banned like... here sorry tiktok is banned here
3: yeah tiktok is banned in a lot of uh countries in the middle east isn't it
0: yeah but a lot of people have vpns so oh, they're still true. on tiktok it's ridiculous
3: do the um, jordanian king like
0: Stop! Stop! Just stop. Okay.
3: Stop. Yeah, dude, stop, bro.
0: Let me leave the country. Like first.
3: we think it's a joke, but it's actually not a joke. It's illegal. Amher's in. Jordan. There's a guy like there's like, like yeah. the FBI, like the FBI version. He's like he's about, he's about. oh, <laughs> and we
1: were so close to killing this motherfucker. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Now you um, do have to serve in the army. Yeah.
1: Finally yeah. we can take we can take over the chakra name.
3: So yo, Amra, what about this like cause you told me when you and Zaid were planning this trip that the reason why you uh your youngest brother wasn't coming was because he still had a high potential of having to serve in the army, is that correct?
0: No, is that- no 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 oh, no okay. he just didn't feel ready to go to jail.
3: Oh, okay, okay, okay. So all three of you were technically still eligible to serve in the army.
0: Yeah, I had to like refill a book I can show you. Like it's in my, it's in my but how do you
3: and so you're saying the, one of the things Every that helped year. you the most yeah. in getting that passed is that your, your last name, like that really helped? For sure. Wow. Yeah. So if you had is like a lower status like, last name. Is a you had
1: to go into the
0: military? Uh, conscription? Yeah. If there's a war, for sure, I'll probably get called upon.
3: Okay. Would so let's say you're living in, in no. Toronto. Would you still get called upon if they know you're out of the country and you're a, and uh, you're yeah. a resident of the, of another country?
0: Yeah, and then at that point, I'll let go of my Jordanian citizenship, and oh. then after the war, I'll probably I can get it back.
3: Wow, that's interesting. And do you? Uh, but I wouldn't
0: get it back normally. I can probably get it through my uncle. You wouldn't get like uh, special wouldn't go to, like through special favors. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't know.
3: Wow. So you would have to actually um, give up your citizenship to not get drafted, because if you would have gotten. Like, let's say you get drafted and you're living in Canada and you don't drop your citizenship. Do they just like come? Like, what are they going to do about that? Like, what are they going to yeah, They wouldn't do? Come, they come get at me- you?
1: But they would definitely if you ever went back to the country, I'm sure it's a jail sentence.
0: Yeah, something like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So you'd let go of your citizenship. It'd probably, it'd probably
1: be like treason or like deserting the military.
0: Yeah. But through Damn. special favors, I can probably just get it back. Like, you know, how like when you're young playing Xbox, you're like, oh, my dad works at Microsoft. You know, he can get you banned. That's like a thing. <laughs> Dude, <absorbing>. Everyone <laughs> said that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a thing here. It's like if somebody were telling
1: people, I'd be like, yeah, my dad, um, my dad uh, was on the development team for Halo and everyone was like, whoa, Whoa. Whoa.
0: (laughs) yeah, no, but here it's like if you get into a fight with somebody, they're like, hey, I don't know if you know who, but my dad knows this prime minister. You're screwed. You're probably screwed, honestly. It's bad. So if you just
3: get in, like, if if you get in a fight with someone that you don't know. Yeah, there's a high probability to, to get
0: my name. Yeah, it's done.
3: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. The the most... <clears throat> so, I went to... Um,
3: Yo, I would not look forward to living there, man. Like, I got to be honest. Like, it's, no, a, no. Like it's just the, the amount of it. variables at play and how they interact with each other and how you get evaluated and looked upon. It's all based on emotion, at... sentiment, and, like, the people people's, young? people's thoughts.
0: Not necessarily anymore, John. <clears throat> people don't get married.
3: Yo, speaking of women... Have you not had like women be like, oh my god, like, uh, you know, like I- I'm really interested in you. Please, you know, let let's let's keep in touch. Let's talk. Let's like stay together. All these things. You do want to hang out
0: though. Um, just like one of my cousin's friends. Like it's pretty clear, but it's just like, yeah. Hmm. Like, what's there's no point. She goes to school in like Exeter, London. Huh.
3: That's not too bad, Amor. A little, uh, no. little six-hour flight over to Heathrow, you
0: know? No, no. But but today I prayed in, like, the, the largest mosque in, Jor- in Jordan. And it, it was uh, it was a cool experience. It was also last night we went to an, and drove around the rich area of Amman. Dude, it is just not fair. Like, we saw a house. So there's the palace, the king's palace. You can just probably Google it. It's massive where they live. And then there's a business guy, a businessman who lives next to the the King's Palace, and he built a similarly large one. And then we go the largest house in Amman is a guy who like sells tile. Oh. And his house has like four private streets. You'd literally like th- the wall is like all marble. That surrounds his property. It was ridiculous. And then you drive five minutes downhill, and it's like the poor part of Jordan, mm. of Oman. So there's definitely a huge wealth disparity. What kind of it's vehicles like, people drive? Uh, all electric because the price of gas is extremely high right now. So Volvos and Volvos and i threes
4: and oh. stuff like that. You'll have to do that again, Hammer. you
3: No, it's okay. The the
0: <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, I, I, do, I do I do I, I do have to go. I'll let you yeah. guys kinda of finish it at the end. But it's it's mostly electric Volkswagens, I threes, but the rich, like I've seen Lamborghinis and um, there's a huge emphasis on Mercedes and uh electric Porsches. But again, I'm like lucky to kind of see that top one percent of the top one percent mm. for my uncle. But most people drive electric vehicles that are like worthwhile but cars here are worth uh, are like three times more expensive due to like taxes and fees of getting those cars over to jordan wow so like a Volts volkswagen Golf, like what's a golf R? how much is that like 20 grand 24
3: here yeah no it's like 55 50 like a fully loaded golf it'd be like 50
0: to 60k yeah here would be like 100 grand canadian like no problem damn yeah yeah but anyways, um, I do have to go. Yeah, man. Yo, thanks so much um, for jumping I'm on. Excited. This was great. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to hear you guys duke it out. So it's been a, it's been a while since I heard that you two duke guys it one out. on one. Oh, yeah. As if it's going to be just negative. I don't know. Duke <laughs> it out. Also, no, just, that's just a, like,
3: this is a very Canadian euphemism you just learned there or used there. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to save, save teach us, what I got. Teach us some Jordanian sayings before you go. What's like some folklore in, uh, in Jordan? You Know, like some sayings, like, uh, like you know, how, like, oh, I don't know, from- I'll teach
0: you some words. Uh, what's, oh, like, sayings? what's like, what's like,
3: like, what's like a cool, like, a,
1: uh, like a like, like, busting, you know, like, what's something like
3: <laughs> John uh, wants uh, to know, yeah, well, yeah,
0: like, yeah, there's mean, like, the yeah, it <laughs> it's an easy sense. one, which
3: just means like or nice deep thought. You just say, like, he's got to go, too, yeah, he's rough. Bus and John's like teach me the Jordanian slang.
0: I'm 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 completely lagging here. Um, I'll, I'll do it next. Yeah, you're night. good. We got you. Now.
3: That's okay. Yo, say it. Just say the say okay, the one it's, thing. It's,
0: it's just like hello,
3: hello, 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 yeah. which means nice. It's hey, like you're, nice. You're You see helu. a nice car. You're hello no, with no, no. it. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> you can't conjugate. You can't conjugate. It's just like you just say it like oh, nice. Okay. Okay.
3: Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hello okay
0: like that okay okay <laughs> um, see you later and uh <laughs> you're hellu yeah, see you guys this this podcast was hellu <laughs> <laughs> right, see you guys
3: <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna right. go grab another cup of coffee john i like these morning podcasts like for me it's 11 a.m for you it's 8 a.m and for Amber, it's I, it's I, 6 p.m yeah,
1: i actually quite like this the only thing i don't like about it is that i had to like not do my morning workout and i have to do it yeah but yeah other than that it was really nice yeah.
3: yeah one sec some uh quality quality podcasting you know dead air time well I, we could probably just edit this out no for sure for sure um yeah, i'm just gonna make another coffee too I yo think. i can't uh i can't even begin to rational like just start to perceive what what my life would be like if I lived in the middle east like I I, I kind of during this conversation I just got more present to the statement of you'll never really understand it you know when people say that like we know when people have experienced something in their life that's that's like it's like you know you and I wouldn't know what it's like to experience being black or being uh you know, some other thing that's it, it's mutually exclusive. Like we can't be white and black. You're one or the other, right? So it's like the the it, it is interesting. Um, like yeah, I will never upward, understand yeah. what it's like. Well, to the be upward, pro- the it's upward,
1: yeah, the lack of upward m- mobility would just, you know, would obviously. You know, but, although if you don't know the difference, you wouldn't really, you know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't really.
3: But it's interesting because like Jordan is not a socialist or communist country. Like they, they, they operate under the boundaries of you know capitalism and like
1: well it but it but it's but it's like crony capitalism though
3: right so what
1: like it, what do you mean by crony capitalism of... well crony capitalism is like basically when like the, I mean, like there's someone in like there's like a like a royal family or there's like a group of individuals at the top it's kind of similar to like an oligarchy mm-hmm. like all like like russia is kind of more of an oligarch right now
3: okay where yeah, there's sense. a bunch
1: of like very yeah there's a bunch of very powerful individuals that more or less kind of choose to play like they like they kind of choose who's rich and who's not rich, right? And that was right. very present in Russia. Um and it's probably present in Jordan, but there's kind of like a you know but like there's a um uh, uh, a hierarchy but there's a um there's always a hierarchy, but there's a uh, uh it's
4: hereditary. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Which yeah. in capitalism Per me. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah.
1: It sounds like, like when, a little bit of but,
3: insider trading, you know? Like, well,
1: uh, yeah. The only thing about America, though, is that uh, the reason why I would argue that there isn't crony capitalism in America is that uh, it falls apart very quickly mm. like like the fa- like the families that were rich 100 years ago aren't the same families that are powerful today right um like if you look at the wealthiest people uh in america they're individuals that are self-made they're not like whereas in jordan it's not even close like like there's probably like the king and anyone that's like a close r- relative or family members or you know business associates etc of the of the king and then that, that's like one class of the richest people in the country and then there's probably another tier down below that more or less probably still, you know, it has some association with the king, and then maybe like below that is like average wealthy people, right? Yeah. Whereas in America, I mean, I don't think I can name a single person in the top fifty richest people in America that I would consider like a crony capitalist, right? Like as far as like like yeah, <clears throat> they like they, like they, like, like they got rich solely from like from. You know some sort of like special treatment or something like that I can't really think of one you know yeah. and and if funny enough actually maybe the maybe the most recent example of me and we don't even know the full story yet, but maybe the most recent example of an attempt at crony capitalism failed miserably like s b f with f t x like like i i mean we don't know the full story yet, so i'm i'm yeah, very yeah, yeah. i'm super excited for when they make a documentary about that like that's gonna be the next fucking great movie, probably, yeah.
3: And, Yo, that, you know, yeah. That uh that makes me think of the movie like I watched last night that you recommended, The Banker. <clears throat> um so The Banker is something that's it, it was a really really good movie. For those of for those of you that didn't hear before like it it was just uh it, it's it's two uh black men in the 60s who uh were real estate investors and they wanted to um you know, they, they became very successful real estate investors, but in order to do that, they had to partner with white men to go and sign deals so that people who were selling the properties didn't think that they were doing business with black people. And uh, they became very good at this because they trained this young white guy to uh, how to think about, or they essentially just taught him everything they know about <clears throat> uh, real estate investing and how to calculate the worth of a building and how to negotiate and all these things. It's a, it's well, no, a phenomenal no, no, you movie. Remember,
1: if you remember though, they didn't teach him they show for knowledge. He just memorized it. Yes. Well, he memorized yeah,
3: yeah. it. But I think, yeah, to some extent, he must have figured some stuff out. Okay, I guess, yeah, I guess right, when he right. was
1: running the bank, he was. By well, the way, anyone that. There's no spoilers in the sense no, that. There's like, no, no, there's no spoilers. Yeah. But, but I've I I tell a whole recommend. story and you'd yeah. still want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's interesting, a good too, because it's actually very accurate to how a bank operates, too. Like, yes. like all the stuff they were talking about. I learned so all much during well that movie. Yeah, it's a very well researched I understood
3: retroactively. All the things that you've mentioned about evaluations of banks. Yeah, no, it's very
1: interesting. And all the stuff they were talking about in real estate is all actually very accurate when they're talking about like I understood, like
3: that. I understood exactly how cap rates work, what a high or low cap rate would be, like why it would be better to have a higher or lower cap rate um they did a very good job of making it very simple because when they were teaching this guy how to memorize all these things to go and negotiate deals for them they had to make it really simple so i was like oh wow this makes perfect sense no it's actually a pretty like it's a solid business movie if you were to google like what's a cap rate you would be like finding all this shit and not really it's probably harder to understand from a google search than you would from that movie um and so my, my question is um you know, like looking at crony capitalism and then also looking at what these, you know, how these two men ended up, like, I guess I don't want to give away the ending, but John, do you know what happened at the end when they, what, like, is that, was that the end of their career when they no, just kind of- No, so
1: they they actually, yeah, it, I mean, th- there is a happy ending. They, yeah, they there both is a happy, actually, ending, yeah. yeah, they both ended up being quite wealthy. Um, But at the same time though, I mean- you know, they probably would have like, you know, if, if things didn't go down the way they went down, they probably would have gone on to become some of the wealthiest
3: Americans. Yes. Period. Because they got, they they, they lost a lot. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Like
1: if they were white, they, they probably like, they, like their last names would be known. Yeah. Still to this day, most likely. Right.
3: Which is yeah. crazy. And I'm glad that they made that movie because now like those, those last names were real men, right? This was based on a real story.
1: Oh yeah. No, it's, and it's, so it's fairly accurate too. Like you can go look up, um, like, you know, articles and things like that. And it's, it's all fairly accurate. Like yo, there's I a didn't... few things. Yeah. yeah. The, the only thing that was inaccurate was, um, he actually had a wife before the wife that they had in the oh, show. Okay. And that wife actually had more to do with his initial success than the, the, like, so like the mm. wife, so the previous wife came out and was like, yo, like this is kind of bullshit because like I was actually there like during this entire time when he was like building up his real estate portfolio. And then we had a divorce and I feel like I wasn't even, she wasn't even mentioned in the movie. Right. So Damn. she's like, kind of feels disrespectful, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I, I get that.
3: Yeah. Um, but like these guys, like I, I didn't know, I mean, I knew that there was high degree of r- racism going on until the sixties, but I guess I never really thought of the trickle down impacts of that. Like black people couldn't get a mortgage, man. Like what? You know, it's well, they like,
1: couldn't get a mortgage in certain neighborhoods.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't get in, they couldn't like in, in, in Texas, like it was people who, uh, Like white people who had mortgages on their homes became extremely upset when they figured out that the bank that they were banking with was lending money to black people. Like they came in and they were like, give me all my money. I want to withdraw all my money because I know that you're lending my money to black people and you're helping black people buy houses in a neighborhood that I live nearby. Therefore, I hate you that's yeah. disrespectful it, it's like it, it, like just thinking of like like imagine if john you and i lived in the 50s or 40s or whatever in texas like there's a high probability that we would be in that culture right like yeah. and, now, and, and i was thinking of I like i
1: will say though is that there there was and i mean when you say this it sounds terrible but um there was, in some cases, an actual reason as to why black people weren't getting mortgages. There's the racist component. Then there's the actual factual component. right?
3: I know. But then th- that's yeah. also based on racism that they don't have as reliable a job Correct. either. Right. Yeah. So, yeah
1: I was going to say the systemic. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of like a catch 22, because, of course, there was so many things working against black people in history in America. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, yeah. things you don't even have to talk. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, you, don't, yeah, you don't even have to explain. And so because of that, they ended up poor. Because they were poor, no one wanted to make loans to them. But you also couldn't make loans to them. So it was it was kind of like a Catch-22. If you were black, it's like, man, like the odds of you, even if you did somehow climb out of the fucking the gutter and you did have some success, you, you saw those guys. I mean, they, it was impossible for them to get success. Such a
3: baller move, though. The best part of that movie is when the two oh, black yeah, they the real building. estate. Yeah, yeah. They, they can't they get a them. loan from this bank. And because the bank is clearly making a racist decision, because they're, they're worth a ton of money, but they're not giving them a loan. And then they they, they go and find a different broker to, to, to give them the loan. And then they buy the fucking building that the bank that refused them was in. And they walk in, they're like, we own the fucking building now. No, no, you better I don't give think us they
1: actually got a different loan. I think they sold all their other properties and bought it cash.
3: I don't think they liquidated their 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 investments. No, they sold some. No, but uh, did oh, they buy yeah. cash though. Yeah. I they don't did know. have yeah. to buy a yeah. yeah, significant portion in cash. I think you're right.
1: But I also one of the badass scenes too was when uh the guy was like talking about how much his building's worth and then they like went there at night to see which lights were turned oh. on and they knew the vacancy rate because of that and they were like, yo, like this is how much it's actually worth like I don't know, just such a, that it's was a gangster sick. movie.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, but I just it it really made me uh Man, it really made me reflect on, you know, just like even in our parents' lifetime, like this wasn't that long ago, right? No, this that, was
1: like forty, fifty years ago. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like the, Yeah, even, like even in,
1: thirty years ago, actually, there was still like a, a like a substantial amount
3: of racism in certain so, areas. Yeah. So this was, to this day. So these two uh, black men, based on their activism and aggressive investment strategies, because th- their goal was to, when they saw the potential, was that okay if we buy these banks? after we bought, so they became successful in real estate. Then they bought banks because their goal was, okay, well, we can give out loans to black people and we want to help support black business activity and and people, uh, you know, people of color buying homes and getting loans for those homes. And they were targeting people that on paper were good, like had had predictable income, like black doctors and lawyers and all these things. They weren't just giving out loans to whoever, but they totally got rid of the prejudice, uh, you know, the prejudice part of who to loan to, which was great. These two men, like streamlined getting uh like there were laws passed then in the 70s uh about you know totally eliminating uh prejudice from from Red who line. to give loans to because of them and i was thinking like man like my dad was born in 62 like when my dad was born this would have been going on like that's not oh, yeah. that long ago yeah, yeah. but this this feels archaic like it, it actually felt you know like just imagine I guess it still exists places in the world today. Right. But,
1: um, well, you know, it's interesting. This is why I think capitalism is the greatest. It's just the greatest thing because, yeah. Uh, and free free market capitalism, because if there actually was an economic reason to not lend to black people, then the banks that didn't lend to black people would, would actually be the ones that are the most prosperous. However, it's actually the contrary. Mm. So there was a lot of like the banks that were early adopters, in lending to um, like qualified black individuals that were, you know, good loans prospered because they actually had an, they had an, like basically a monopoly on making loans to black individuals because other banks would restrict themselves. And if you look at actually some of the biggest advancements in any industry, but let's let's just talk about banking. It actually usually comes from uh, a bank that uh, like the banking industry having some sort of discrimination or prejudice towards a certain group of individuals. And then a bank says, fuck that, we're going to do it anyways yeah it's gotten the banking industry into some trouble but like mm-hmm. like i was reading about capital one and they're an interesting they're a really interesting bank it's a credit card company but it's it's basically a bank now it's more a bank than a credit card company in some ways and they uh they basically they looked at uh the the credit market and were like okay, 50 percent of the people aren't getting loans and the reason aren't getting credit card credit cards and the reason why is because they're low income so, Capital One was like, "Look at, wh- why don't we just find out a way to make money off these individuals? Like, like we'll, we'll, like we'll, we'll make the uncr um, the uncreditworthy creditworthy, and that's what they did. They basically went and targeted the lowest income subprime lenders in, in, and they went and found uh, a way of making money at that, right? So, but so then now, I mean." So at the time when Capital One came out, which was only 25 years ago, only 50% of Americans had credit cards. Now, I mean, I would I would go on a
3: limb and say it's probably closer to 90%. Damn. I didn't know. Well, I think we talked about this like many episodes ago. Where Was Capital One the company that just started mailing people credit cards?
1: No, that was Bank of America.
3: Bank of America. Okay.
1: Yeah. And by the way, uh, Bank of America. So they had a credit card division called um, uh, Bank AmeriCard. And that eventually was spun off into a company that we now call Visa. Wow. Yeah. So because Bank AmeriCard just wasn't very, um, just, it's, it's such a mouthful. AmeriCard. Um, the yeah. other, the yeah. other issue, too, is that um, other banks didn't want to take another bank's credit card.
3: If that makes oh, sense. Oh, so they had so, to name like, it like a, a third party, like Visa, it's not like, a bank. There it's... was
1: another bank called N C N B, which was like North Carolina com- uh, Commercial Bank or something like that, or a crediting mm. bank um, or commerce bank. And uh, they, and by the way, kind of a cool story. So N N C N B, uh, which was based out of uh, uh, in in Carolina, um, they. So they were one of the initial adopters because the way it worked with uh, Bank AmeriCard was that if you were one of the banks that took it on, uh, you had a monopoly on your state. So you were the only one that was allowed to have that card oh, in your state.
3: So there was a big incentive to take this on.
1: Yeah. And, and what that's called is a um, an issuing bank. So like there's different types of banks uh, when it comes to like the credit card industry. So an issuing bank is like, it's so like, for example, who do you bank with? RBC. Yeah. Okay. So, so, Your issuing bank is RBC because you have a credit card with RBC, so they issue a credit card. But it's an RBC Visa,
3: yeah. Correct, it's
1: an Visa associated with RBC. Yeah. So, but back in the day, though, in order to like entice people to like actually like you know not invent their own credit card, they said, okay, like we already have the infrastructure, like we're going to give you this. You have a monopoly on your state, right? Um, Now, fast forward, like you know, fifty years later, thirty years later, uh, NCNB
3: actually ended up buying out Bank of America damn yeah john after watching this movie i'll be honest i'm now extremely curious in banks as investors banks are the the coolest industry i i never it never fully clicked to me like over the last couple months Mm -hmm. you've kind of been dropping these little nuggets on the podcast like oh to a bank money is just a raw material and i've been thinking about that like i've probably thought about that on 15 different occasions being like Dude, that's fucked. Like, I had never really noticed that. And then, you know, they're another thing Another thing you said was when a bank issues a mortgage, that's the first time that that money has ever existed because they're for the actually most part. Yeah, for the most part. Like, when I go get a mortgage and the money gets transferred to the buyer, to the seller, that money doesn't exist yet. I'm paying into creating that money as I pay my mortgage down. Well, they've created the money when they gave it to someone else, but- that money that ended up in the seller's account is the first location that that money has ever gone to. That's new yeah, money, I was, right? I will,
1: you know, now that I've read more about banks, my understanding of it. So what I said was not a hundred percent true. It's true, but it's but not in the way that I was. But not all the time. Yet. Yeah. Well. So like, um, when people talk about how banks are leveraged, yes most people's idea of how banks are leveraged and my idea at the time was actually wrong. Um, Okay. Yeah. So I I just want to clear that up. So um, yes, technically the money that wasn't there, but not in the sense like, okay. So like a lot of people think when banks are leveraged, like there's this notion out there that um, banks, like uh, if everyone went to go pull their money out, the bank doesn't have that much money. Right. As in they've made more loans than, than they have deposits. It's actually not the case. Um, in Canada, that's somewhat the case, but in in the States, most banks actually have more deposits than they have loans. Okay. Um, but where the but where the, um, but where the uh, the makeup money exists is in the way that deposits are accounted for. So this technically is true that the money didn't exist. So it, so it's not that the bank doesn't have uh, enough deposits for all of the loans they're making, et cetera. That's actually not the case. Most, like I was looking at one bank uh, yesterday, for example, that only 38% of their loans, mm. uh, or sorry, only uh, 38%
3: only, of their funds are loaned out. Like they, they only, they've only uh, loaned out 38% correct. of what their deposits are. Correct. That's crazy. Yeah. Like so, like,
1: so they have 70, so 62% of their, their money is actually just in like bonds and things like that that yeah. are easily sellable. Yeah. Um But but so, but where, but okay, it's so like, I'll give you, I'll give you a really good example. And this is why certain types of banking is, is actually gets really fascinating when you look at the, the intricacies of how, why it would be so valuable. Um, like the different types of, like, cause not everyone's money is actually as valuable to a bank. Um, like I'll give you an example, like businesses tend to be the best, the, the, like some of the best clients for a bank. And the reason why is their the cost of deposits um, tend to be very low. Because banks don't typically pay interest on business accounts, especially for like like, like medium-sized to small businesses. Mm. Like we would be considered a tiny business. But but even businesses up to like millions and millions of dollars in their bank account aren't going to expect any kind of interest. And the reason why is because it's a checking account. Yeah. Like they carry they, yeah, they carry yeah. a cash balance, but yeah. it's like money in, money out, right? So it's like they're not looking to make interest on it. And, they, and it, it's not even a factor for them, right? And they don't typically have savings. But what's really fascinating, though, is that so if you look at a bank, um, the way that a, a business would bank, they would deposit, would say, like a million dollars in the bank, right? And and they're maybe like spending money, yeah, yeah, through that, right? Um, but like they're taking revenue in, so they maintain an average balance of, would say, a million dollars over the course of like every month, right? Yeah. But they're also they're also getting loans from the bank that's then being deposited back into the bank. So if you if like so if a bank loans a business money. And then they dep- and, and that and that money sits in the checking account. Yeah, because usually when you a business gets a loan, it's not necessarily going to go and spend it. Yeah, like, like sometimes like, it's
3: just a line of credit to cover operations. Correct. Whatever, sometimes, yeah. yeah.
1: So like so like so if you think about it, like if you look on a bank's balance sheet, it's kind of a pretty sneaky thing. So they have like a thirty thousand oh. dollar loan that that this that this 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 bank is uh, charging interest on. Yeah, but the thirty thousand dollars is also counted as a deposit
3: because it's still oh, in the bank. So it just constantly so can inflates. can so they can re
1: loan that 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 money back out.
3: Bruh, but that money is not a deposit technically; it's a fucking loan. So how do they? Well, account- it's, it's,
1: it's actually well, no, because the loan is the deposit in a lot of ways. Because like they're loaning them cash, so that's a lie. Of, so that that's an right, asset. Right, but
3: let's say you were getting your assets evaluated by someone. Okay, yeah, and you were like, okay. Austin, can you lend me 200 grand so that I can inflate my net worth for the sake of this evaluation? Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, sure, John, I don't mind doing that. So I give you 200 grand. And then that same, um, uh, that, that same, what's the right word? Not, uh, evaluator. What would you call, um, uh, I know you're, I, th- I think I know what you're trying that to same, say. That, if that same person came and evaluated me, they would be yeah. like, wait, hold on. Um, you aren't worth. You're worth two hundred grand less because you gave that money to John. I'm like, no, no, yeah, that's no, still my money, right? Like, how does I see, that work? I, no, I
1: see the confusion. No, no, so like, okay, so like, so here's the accounting. So like, uh, like a, a deposit is a liability to a bank, and, and an asset is a loan. Okay, like so on the asset side of a bank, like on the balance sheet of a bank, an asset. So but versus on your side of the balance sheet, the loan, like the like the deposit is an asset, and the mm. loan is a liability. So it's just the reverse for a bank. But so, like, but like, so the reason why this is valuable, though, so if a bank has, let's say, thirty thousand dollars line of credit, and it's fully withdrawn and it's in the bank account, right? Now that maybe they're spending it, but of course, like, they're going to take money and pay off the, a bit of the loan, but then how yeah. to be withdraw stuff, yeah. right? Um, that money can be relent out in, uh, like, because mm-hmm. it's, it's still a deposit, but it's also a loan. No, I see but that it's yeah, but, but compare, but yeah, but compare that to making a mortgage loan. So, like, like, say you have a consumer who doesn't have a lot of deposits. Got it. But they want a huge loan. That like that mortgage is actually like it's a loan, but it's not. But it's not being deposited back in the bank.
3: So. So, so does the mortgage like does the money lent out from a mortgage. Yeah. Is that more likely to not exist first then. Than than, a, than um, just a regular like uh, a line of credit loan or, or, or anything like that. Well, no, all of the money
4: exists. It's just it's just whether or not um, like, like a a bank collects deposits and they,
1: and they loan out those deposits.
3: Yeah. But I understand that I understand the scenario where the money does exist to be loaned out makes perfect sense. You know, the deposits are loaned out at a different interest, like at a different rate. Yeah. What is the scenario that would create uh, what variables have to be present in order for the money that is loaned out for the sake of a mortgage to not exist until that mortgage exists, like the the money is created.
1: No, that 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 I, I'm saying that that actually was false.
3: So that there's no scenario where that makes sense.
1: Well, I mean, you can have inflation. Like you the part where I was talking about it, how it's inflationary is true. But as far as like my my understanding of banks at the time to where it is now, right? I got, I got,
3: yeah, that. okay. Y- you're
1: not actually creating money, um, but there is but there where, where money actually gets created is going to be from the central bank not not yeah, not, no, that's what not I'm, the commercial yeah, bank
3: yeah no i understand yeah. but the central bank yeah. is giving like is is creating it is monitoring the amount of currency that's available in the market at any given time
1: yes like when when they sell when they're selling bonds which these banks purchase um you know i mean individuals purchase too but i mean banks are probably the largest holder of bonds uh, or, or actually other countries are, and then banks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's money that's going into the system.
3: And so, could you describe how the issuing of bonds correlate with with freeing up like or generating more currency?
1: Like, how is money created, basically?
3: Yeah, cuz you're saying that the central bank controls the uh the amount of funds that are created. But obviously, okay. Okay. So but then but then but then you're saying that people buy bonds in well, order okay, for Well,
1: okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, let me let me explain. So
4: in the way that it works is the Federal Reserve buys
1: bonds from the government. So the government issues debt. In the form of a bond,
3: yes. The federal that is what Reserve, definition by definition that is what a bond is is a package of debt, right? Correct.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah, it's usually bonded against something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when the Federal Reserve buys these bonds
1: from the government, okay, the government now has that money that did not exist before.
3: Got it. That's how you because issue- the Federal Reserve has
1: effectively I mean they have a, there's a debt ceiling in the states, but when the money goes into the government, the the money has to then flow from the government to elsewhere that's yes. where there's inflation so like so the Federal Reserve, which its balance sheet is basically a collection of bonds from yes, the government that makes sense so when it, so when it when it sells um, when it sells its bonds, it's taking money out of the economy when it's buying bonds from the government it's it's taking money it's putting money into the economy
3: and so what circumstances would the federal reserve sell bonds
4: right now they are who's buying basically those put
1: bonds? It, think of, think of the federal reserve as a black hole things that go in disappear things that come out are created
3: <laughs> yeah yeah. I understand. yeah that makes perfect sense yeah. Yeah. so so the federal reserve is selling the debt that they previously bought mm-hmm. in order to create uh lower purchasing are well, they're trying
1: they well they uh effectively uh the federal reserve well the federal reserve effectively sets the interest rate by controlling the 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 yield on the bonds
3: yeah, okay I'm starting to understand yeah. how this all makes sense, yeah, because one thing that I it really like I had to pause the movie and like just sit in silence and just like think about this for a second was when towards the end of the movie, when they start getting because they were issuing a lot of loans, uh, they started to you know raise some flags with uh, with. I don't think it was the Federal Reserve, but it was with a, no, a was governing FDIC. body FDIC. Yeah. So uh, they were they were raising some flags there. Right. Because they were issuing so many loans. And um Uh, Long story short, I don't want to give away the the whole scenario here, but the way that the bank was like the way that a bank values its loans. And the the uh, the likelihood of those people defaulting on those loans factored in with the amount of the loan and the term of the loan and the interest rate of the loan all those factors go into determining what that loan is worth to the bank. And based on what that loan is worth, increases the wealth of that bank. Right.
1: Yeah. Although,
3: but the bank determines how much that loan is worth through a set of formal well, kind of
1: right. No, not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But
3: that's what they got caught for, though. Right. Because that was, they were like
1: they were, um, but the accounting's changed since then
3: fair fair enough yeah, at the, time, but at at the time, time
1: banks could basically just say whatever the fuck they wanted it to be worth, that's
3: correct. insane right that is
1: insane which is why it changed this is why it changed. okay okay because so that's what i thought of yeah. for a
3: second i'm like holy shit is no, that no, no, the no, way it's, this it's works? different now okay. so the way that
1: so the way that bank accounting works is there's three there's three levels of determining the value of capital okay level one level two level three okay okay level three is what you're talking about which is that and so, okay, so the most recent example of a level three fuckery is you remember in the big short when they're talking about how the like, how the hell can the, the default rate go up? And yes. yet they're still yeah. marking these, you know, yeah. that's because that's a level three capitalization. Because that's so, the bank valuing their own loans. Correct. Level three uh, d- oh. a way of determining capital is there is no uh, active market, there is no market price. So you set the market price. So when you create a market for an asset,
3: you can set the price, and obviously, you are going to set the price at an advantage price for yourself, right? Correct. Like- <laughs> yeah, correct, correct, correct. Now, Dang. now, in
1: saying that, though, level level one is 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 the highest quality way of valuing something, which is there is an active market for it. Like, so for example, as in there is a quoted price. Like, right. so the value of um, like like if a bank owned Apple shares, for example, yeah, um, they would have to use level one accounting, which is called mark. It's called MTM or uh, mark to
3: market accounting which is like the most Basically, reliable and the, fair form of valuation, right?
1: Yes and no. Um it, it it's kind of fucky though because um the, the like okay like the, the downside to market to market accounting is that it can show unrealized losses on a portfolio uh of loans that are aren't going to be realized. So what do like you okay mean? well like okay like let's so like right now, if you're a bank that owns um and this will affect- and this is why banks don't have to report their earnings uh uh in a way that shows the um fluctuations of their uh assets, but they do have to show that in their equity, which is what so i'll explain so like if you owned a bunch of uh let's say let's say you're a bank and you made a bunch of um mortgages at um at four percent okay yeah well yields have come up quite a bit and by the way i'm going to use u.s numbers so in canada it would be like just everything i say just kind of subtract off two percent yeah kind of accurate but anyway so if you made a bunch of loans at four percent and all of a sudden now mortgage is seven percent your bonds that you've made at four percent are worth less yeah because now the yield is going to change to seven percent but the value would have to adjust for the difference. That yep. makes sense. Like, yep. So y- your, the value of your bonds has changed, the yield has gone up. Like, So when yeah. bonds go down in price, the yield goes up. Yeah. When bonds go up in price, the yield comes down, which is actually something that a lot of people don't know is that bonds coupon rate doesn't change. It's just the yield on them that does. Yep. So, so, okay, so then, so then now if you're a bank and you have these bonds that are valued less, they're yielding 7%, but, they're, but the, at the price in which you issued them out or whatever you had them valued at originally, you could have like, I don't know, like, like you could have an unrealized loss of millions of dollars on these bonds. But the thing is, is that that may be actually irrelevant because if you planned on selling them, then, then yeah, that could actually kind of fuck you over quite a bit because you'd, you'd have this massive unrealized loss. But if you planned on holding them until maturity the value that it was going to give to you as a bank actually hasn't changed at all because mm. the amount that you're actually receiving in interest hasn't yeah. changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, and so, so, but, so this is, okay, so then this is where it gets really interesting is that when I'm looking at banks, yes, you want to look at, okay, what, what kind of unrealized and realized gains have they made? And But the most important thing is what would force them to, to have to take those unrealized losses and or two because the, the, the percent like so the, the the interest that are collecting off these loans, okay, or securities or whatever, like whatever asset it is because on their, on their balance sheet that's the asset, the, that's the revenue of the bank. Yes. So a bank at any given moment's revenue is very stable that way.
3: Because there's if, always if going have, to be interest on the, the longer
1: loans. Yeah, so the longer term the the loan, the more stable the revenue yeah. of the bank. Yeah, yeah. However, so like but so but so interest rates are rising. So banks actually now can lend out at a higher rate. So even though it's like, okay, so a bank might have made a bunch of loans at four percent, okay, all of the new loans will be at the new interest rate that's higher. So as a percentage of their loan portfolio, as they collect more deposits over time, and as they make more loans, that 4% will actually become quite insignificant because it'll become a, a, a smaller and smaller portion of their portfolio. But this is where banks can get into a lot of trouble. If you made a loan at 4% during a time in which the cost of your deposits was 2%, then you, you have a 2% spread there, yes. which is your profit, Yes. right? Where you can get fucked is that if you've made a bunch of long-term loans at 4%, yeah. but you've borrowed short at 2%, well, the amount, the amount of the cost of your deposits could also increase with interest rates. Yes, rate. yes. Thus, sque- that's called the squeeze.
3: Yeah. So that's so what banks, ended up happening, yeah. right? When the, when in the movie, they were like, we have to they cover the spread. Money. We had to cover the they spread. The they had to like pay yeah. 300 grand or something for they loans had that had money. been in uh like uh not correctly valued and so they Correct. just had to pay that money back to create that to cover the they were using well, they had to the word to recapitalize cover the, spread. the bank and yeah. this
1: and this is why so the, hold on so now but so that's but that's just the accounting side as far as how a bank makes money yeah but where but what the regulators look at is how much capital you have uh in relation to the to your uh your liabilities so assets the yes. liabilities so in the states, I, I believe the the capital ratio you have to like you have to have um, an eight like I think it's eight percent is what it is. So eight percent of your total liabilities. Although um, sorry, other way I, I the way I normally think about it is actually the reverse. Basically, um, you you can't have there's a certain uh, leverage ratio you can't have when it comes to your assets versus your
3: equity. So There's it actually a certain has less to do with leverage ratio that you can not
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so like so for example, if you have uh for every $10 in assets you have $1 of equity. E- equity being uh assets minus liabilities. Okay? But so if your assets go down by 50%, which is in some cases 30%, 40%. This is what happened um uh with uh like Lehman Brothers and
3: things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? um because they were giving loans out to people who a weren't qualified for them and then they were b um they were valuing the loans well no they weren't even the
1: ones doing the loans they were just buying so like other like so mortgage companies were making so there's um it there's a cascade that, of
3: shit that went on yeah but, 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 but
1: an important thing to understand about the mortgage industry is that there's so the way that a loan actually op- and the, the reason why this is actually important to understand as well is because it, it gets really fascinating when you look at c- how credit card works or pay now buy la- or buy now pay later mm-hmm. industry. So the way that uh, a loan works is, and, and all loans work this way, but the different loan, like if you're making a hundred million dollar loan versus a a five dollar loan to buy, you know, something on Amazon, you know, like buy now pay later, there's a there's different a different due diligence process. Like if you want to get a line of credit, like it's going to be a longer process than if you want to you know, get a credit card. But um, basically, at
4: some point in time, they're going to check your credit. Credit being uh, character, capacity. I forget the third. It doesn't doesn't make a difference. They're basically just going to check out to make sure you actually can pay back the loan.
3: Yep. Okay. Isn't this like, isn't this like called the stress test? Uh, well, there's different ways of testing someone's right. credit. Yeah. Right.
1: But, but okay, but hold on. And and also different loans are going to have different, uh, conditions. Like if you're making a loan against like, so like a big uh, thing in, in making loans is like, like when you make loans to businesses, you're usually loaning against a source of income or like maybe like there's collateral. Right. But like a credit card is unsecured.
3: Right. Okay. That makes sense. Although
1: yeah. it kind of is secured if you think about it. So the, uh, the asset that, a that a credit card company loans against is the human.
3: Yeah, because there's no collateral in your credit card.
1: Well, you, there's your credit score and your and in your yeah. income. Yeah, the collateral is your credit score. Well, that's the why scariest, credit scores are so valuable. The, the card, scariest thing about g-
3: yeah. Well, sorry, I was just gonna say that the scariest thing about mortgages versus credit cards, at least from my experience, is that like two weeks ago. I called my bank because I've been getting like notices in the mail saying like, "Hey, you're approved for this line of credit. You're approved for uh, you know whatever." And then I also realized that I was eligible to increase my credit card limit. So then I called the bank and I talked to them about all these things, and I'd I'd ask like a ton of questions. I'm like, "Is there any impact of, you know, having a higher credit card limit, but only ever using like twenty percent of it all the time, or having a line of credit that I qualify for, accepting that line of credit, and then never using it? Like, is there any negative?" Uh, impacts on my credit for doing any of these things. Like if I if I essentially accept all your offers and then don't end up using it, is that like a bad thing for my credit score? And they were saying no, there's zero impact on your credit and score.
1: Actually, well, it improve your credit score.
3: It, it would improve. That's what they said. They said it would improve your credit score. But if you do the same thing as a business, um, it, it would actually cost your business money because if your business has a line of credit and that you accept and that you never use, they charge you a monthly fee for having that line of credit. I was like, why? And they're like, and the, the, the advisor was just like, oh, I don't know, it's just like, you know, what's in front of me here, like, that's just what we do. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. So then uh, anyway, so I accepted like all these increases and they were just like basing it off of my financial performance, I guess, over the last like three to five years going like, okay, this person usually spends this amount of money. They're always paying off their credit card. Therefore, we can give them a higher credit card rate they're, they have good credit, all these things. Like, it's just a very basic check. Like, there's not a very in-depth thing from what I can understand. Like, maybe they do shit behind the scenes, but they can see my bank balance. They can see my credit well, card there's, payment there's history.
1: Massive, like, there's, there's companies like AI. There's AI driven, like, yes, like, the but, data they have on you is fucking alarming.
3: Yeah. okay fair enough so ai hey, like that makes sense that i fit this criteria that oh we can give this person a higher credit Whoa. card limit right do you know
1: like the like the, the social dilemma movie social dilemma yeah you know social dilemma movie like the one like about facebook whatever is it oh not, like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay do you know how like social how network al- social so- network no no like the one that was like like anti-social media and was talking about like all that. oh algorithms. oh oh no i haven't seen it Oh, okay. Well, but you're familiar with this whole idea that there's algorithms that like yes, give you what yeah. you want. Okay. Well, th- the same thing is in the credit card industry.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying that like. Like
1: they know everything about you. Like they know like what your default rate is. Like they know like they'll, like, they'll know everything. about No, you. I'm,
3: I'm saying that. Okay. Maybe I was like, I, I'm more confident in that way of doing things because they clearly looked at my history they looked at my credit. They looked at my bank balance. They looked at everything they can tell, and, and maybe they have, like, they definitely have these, um, like, an in, in AI formula that they'll run through all of my variables and figure out whether or not I qualify for this. Right? There's objective measures to determine this, and then I likely just get sent these automated messages saying, like, "Hey, you qualify for this. You qualify for that." Right? But, but do here's you know why the thing. That's the case though. Oh, hold on. Let me just let me just prove. Sure, let okay, me just say. Okay, okay. But I we can go back to that. When I was, when I was applying for my mortgage, this is where it gets really fucking sketchy in my opinion, because I was looking at, um, I'd gone through a mortgage broker that I knew. So this is somebody who's external to the bank. Okay. And so they were like trying to figure out with me, they're trying to like strategize like, Hey, like how can we position your assets to liability ratio, your credit to your debt to income ratio and your income to look as advantageous and prosperous as possible to qualify you for this amount. Cause I had essentially had like uh, quotes from a builder and I had a lot of land so I could figure out what this was worth. And I wanted to see, and he was like, okay, so you and Miranda have this amount of assets and all these things. I remember just like, I wanted to play a bit of a game. So I was like only giving him piece by piece information, right? So it's like, okay, he doesn't know I own a business, but I also have a T4 income. So I'm like, okay, let's just go with the T4 income first, right? Let's see if I qualify with my T4 income or T4 income. No, didn't qualify. Okay, so he's like, is there anything else that you guys own? I'm like, yeah. I, he's like, do you own your vehicle? I'm like, yes, I own my vehicle. He's like, okay, what year and make and model and kilometers is that vehicle? He's like, okay, great. I've, I put that vehicle into the formula. And now you're this amount closer to, to getting the mortgage for this amount. Yeah. He's like, do you have any additional savings or investments? Like, what does your investment portfolio look like? I'm like, um, uh, okay, well, he's like, can you send me a screenshot just of like your investment portfolio? Uh, And I'm like, sure. So I sent him a screenshot of it and he's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, this helps even more. So now you're really close. And I haven't even mentioned the fact that I own a business, right? And then he's like, okay, so you're, you're like, you need like this amount more money ish. In investments in order to qualify for this mortgage you to pass this to pass to the stress anything. test yeah. Yeah, to yeah, pa- yeah. but he said this to pass the stress test so i was like what's the stress test and he's like well essentially there's this formula to figure out if we can get you approved for this amount of money based on what your income and assets are and if you can tell me or prove to me that you have this amount of assets right now then you pass but i said okay but i just sent you a screenshot of my investments but I could go and liquidate those investments and buy a monster truck in 10 minutes. And he's like, yeah, that doesn't matter.
4: Right? Like I could get approved for this
3: mortgage and then liquidate my well, entire investment portfolio. Sorry,
1: but
4: in the, but in,
1: in the bank's defense, though, uh, the stress test is is far greater than like it's like they're not like so there is a there's a margin of safety there. But also. Like there is certain assets that aren't valued the same way as other assets. Like, so like the odds of you, like, yes, technically you could, you could liquidate your entire portfolio. The bank is looking at as what's the odds of that actually happening. So this is where good loans and bad loans.
3: Fair enough. But I'm just saying that like, it it just felt like the mortgage is for a significantly greater amount of money than my credit card limit. Right. But yeah, I'm working with this guy over the phone. Like I'm working the phone with this guy and he's like, yeah, but it just felt like way more fast and loose for a much larger amount of money in order to qualify myself. It's not Do you as fast I mean? and as loose as
1: you think. Well, who, which bank was it? Was it, was it Scotia?
3: No, but it, it it's, um, it, it's with a, it's actually with the Quebec bank respect. Desjardins. Okay. So, okay. But, yeah. um,
1: but okay. So, in, well, this is with also, a broker
3: who doesn't work for you.
1: You have to remember God, though, right? they are loaning against the house itself. I understand. So that, yeah. I mean, that's going to be the main asset, right? Like that they can recover.
3: Well, yes, I understand that there's that it's loaning against the house, but I guess it's still a pretty like the way that I was approved for this mortgage.
1: I know know you mean in Canada, it's just didn't. didn't,
3: It didn't feel like there was much due diligence at all.
1: Right. Like. In Canada, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I think I told you this on the last podcast. Like Canadian banks are way more leveraged than American banks.
3: Like we had we had a like we had maybe like an eight minute phone call, right? And I was approved well, for but this. But
1: Take in mind they also have a lot of information on you already though, like through your credit score. I
3: know, board. but yeah, but like th- they did have all the information on on me, and I wasn't approved for the mortgage. The eight minute phone call happened, and then I was. So I'm just like. You know what I'm trying to say? It just didn't feel like I there was... It, I get it. I get it. I get it. I think that you'd
1: be surprised. Like, there's not that many bad loans going out there. And and also, like... No, I know. We also I, both I, know that you're a good person to loan to.
3: Fair enough. Like, like that just... wouldn't
1: have gone over. But, you, and, but, but Austin, like, in a lot of... Like, a lot of people in that eight-minute phone call, it would have been... It would have gone like this. Do you have any other assets? No. Okay,
4: sounds good. You can't get it. Right? Like, like, so, like,
3: like... Like, you do have other assets. I do, but... Okay, so I guess it it... I I just realized that it wasn't uh, a process that had as much due diligence as I thought that's all. And that's just totally subjective based on my expectations. But um, it made me realize that especially coupling in this information I just learned yesterday from the the banker, the movie um, the way that if you fact, like it's almost, if you take those two, two individual completely separate Circumstances, which is the way that banks qualify people for mortgages and then the way that those banks value those loans on their books in order to earn a profit is it is highly regulated, but it's a such an, an it, that business model is so unique. Like it, it's, it's almost like it takes a very high level of understanding of how, of how money gets created and how it's loaned. But then it it just seems like there's so much potential for fraud. Right. Not as much
1: as you think. I mean, it's so, you can't even, it's so hard to even understand how regulated it is. Like there is so many government agencies. Like, I mean, like, uh, like every single bank in America has a call report that you can Mm -hmm. go look up, whether it's publicly traded or not. And you can go and look at every single loan, every single deposit that it has, everything you want to know. And every hmm. bank in America has that. Wow. You can go see the average loan balance over, you know, loans over two hundred fifty thousand, or sorry, deposits over two hundred fifty thousand, under two hundred fifty thousand. Like you can anything you want to know about a bank, you can know. Ex- ex- oh. I mean, except for the individual loans themselves, those you'd have to go into like, like a like if there's a mortgage-backed security, you could maybe find like the perspective perspectives on that. But like individual loans, you don't get information on. But It's, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a fairly, I mean, it's, it's possibly the most other than maybe utilities. It's probably the most regulated
3: industry that and railroads. Originally, when I got my mortgage, I was like, wow, this is weird. Now that I've seen that movie, even though it wasn't really based in educating people on mortgages, like I've seen the big short, I've seen margin call, but this movie, the banker is, is up there because it, it. Like in terms it's of if, like, I talk to so many people that they're like, favorite movie, big short, favorite movie, big short. I'm like, go watch The Banker. This is, yeah, yeah the bankers, I would, the I would banker say is arguably super, yeah. better because it's it does a better job of explaining how um, not only it's like the precursor for how something like The Big Short could happen, in my opinion. Right. Just like yeah. little glimpses, little, little well, glimpses. That's
1: why, that's why I find it. So the, the thing I find most fascinating with the banking industry is 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 the is the liability side so like the deposits that's what's so fascinating to me because cuz that's where and that's where like the way that I've been like taught or the way that I've learned how to value a bank is all about the deposits it's actually less about the loans like uh like banks like at least like simplistic banks aren't really going to go bankrupt because they make good or bad loans per se like yes there's a certain aspect to that like if you make truly awful loans you can get into a lot of trouble but ultimately where banks really get into trouble is is the liability side. It's it's the quality and the source of their deposits that they actually get in trouble. Like if Lehman had been 100% funded by customer deposits that were paying 0% interest, they probably, they
4: wouldn't do, they wouldn't have gone bankrupt. Wow.
3: It made, all of this is really making me considering investing in banks because I'm like, I've never felt like I had any any degree of understanding or knowledge like literally a zero out of 10 of how banks work now i would say i'm at like a 1.52 you know yeah and i'm like i'm like holy shit there's just so much that i don't know and it's such a unique business model that i'm like it is and it's also here's why i like banks so and actually
1: this is one of the things i was going to bring up today um about like advantages that you can get in the market Okay? like not even just in like investing but even just like in life like if you look at like like even like uh what i'm finding is that you can find pockets of the world that are or po- pockets of any marketplace that are inefficient and that's where you can make money as a capitalist right yeah yeah and and we've actually talked about this a little bit before um but if you look at why we are a, you know why we were able to make so much money in trades and I think the reason why trades can be extremely profitable, because take in mind, trades can also be very unprofitable.
3: Oh, of course.
1: Yeah, but banks can be very profitable and they can also be very unprofitable. Hmm. It's like, it's not, it's not like all banks are good. Not all, no, yeah, like, it makes sense. Yeah, not all good. Not, not, like, banks in general, are actually not a very good business model. It's the best banks that are really good. Like a really well-run bank is a really good, really good business. A really well roofing business is a really good business, right? And- that comes down to operational efficiency, et cetera, right? But the reason why that can exist is because there's inefficiencies in the market. So, if you look at, uh, for example, uh, like roofing, okay, it's not like people can just go online and like go on Amazon and type in roof and then they just have a bunch of prices and they can educate <laughs> themselves and pr- make a yeah. purchase. Yeah, they have to rely upon an inefficient process. And and you've talked about this before.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's but so so okay. So then, but so the reason why you and I are able to make so much money in trades is that there's a an extremely inefficient market that we're able to come in and provide a lot of education and a lot of value and charge a fair price for it. Right. Yeah. There's very little room for us getting fucked over by one of our competitors because yeah. if one of our competitors misprices the project, like they like it's it's unlikely that they're going to steal a job from us per se. Yeah. It does happen obviously, but it's, it's unlikely because the, the consumer doesn't have perfect information. So if you go back to like the reason why I'm focusing so much of my time on understanding banks and why I'll probably spend a good part of my career investing in, in banks or even financials, is that there's a greater capacity for inefficiencies in the pricing of those assets, in my opinion, due to multiple factors. One, a total lack of understanding of banks in general, So just a lack of understanding of that, of that segment. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: Two, there's a fuck ton of them. There's a lot of them.
3: Yeah. Just like there's a fuck
1: ton of roofing and painting businesses too. Exactly. Right. But, but there's a lot of them in the sense that you can, um, uh, uh, like the odds of one or two of them being overlooked is actually quite high. So if you were to look at 600 banks, what's the odds that 10 of them are probably undervalued actually quite high. Right. But the third thing is that there's 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 small versions of them.
3: Right. Okay. So what is that? How does that an advantage as an investment? That because small it limits, versions. Of
1: them. Okay, so but so you, if you look at why is painting so profitable. Well, painting is really profitable because it's it's I i think in my opinion, or even why is roofing unprofitable. I, I would say roofing's less profitable than painting, but maybe is a better business in some ways. But here's why I think roofing's is more less profitable than painting. Because there's more competition in roofing because it's more sophisticated. It's probably more sophisticated than painting is. Painting's probably like, in my opinion, painting is probably what the least. Maybe drywallers. Like, if, if you look at the trades that are the least sophisticated, as in like have like mm. the lowest amount of business knowledge. Like, there's a lot of roofers that are actually pretty smart guys. Like, I know like some roofing companies in town. Yeah, yeah.
3: And they're not owned by fucking dip dipshits. Right, right. I see you what you're I mean? saying. Like a window like cleaning. They're smart people. Window cleaning is is fairly straightforward, right? I mean, window winning like- Window
1: cleaning might be the least sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah, but paintings up there is what I'm saying. Like if you look at like, yeah, like if you were to yeah. take a hundred business owners across Canada that own window washing companies and a hundred that own roofing companies, my bet is the roofers are more intelligent. <laughs> like like right. like, they're, like they're like they're more sophisticated business owners. Right. right. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But but the reason why that exists is because window washing businesses are much smaller. Yeah. There's very few individuals. There's very little competition to get into window washing businesses because. It's just not like you. You don't go to Harvard to become a window washer, but you can make Harvard money being a window washer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Roofing is a, is an unsexy business, right? So then it's like, well, why would it matter? Well, because it um, when something is small, it can be overlooked, but also, it it's who it, who's going to look at it? Who's going to who's going to be who's going to be motivated to go into that industry? So, like, if you look at the banks that I'm invested in, both of them are under two hundred million dollars in market cap. So. You have to look at, okay, so if you're an investment uh, fund, because if you look at the total amount of funds in the market, that's your competition. Every dollar in the marketplace is your competition. For every dollar that's buying or selling, like those are the people you're competing against, is the dollars in, 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 in the stock market, right? Like that's because you're, you're yeah. trying to buy shares. They're trying to buy shares. People are selling. You're buying, yeah. right? So if you look at the total like percentage of dollars in the marketplace that can buy meta, it's 100% or 99 yeah basically anybody can buy and sell meta yeah. there's very few dollars in the market that don't have the ability to buy meta so why would someone not have the ability to buy meta like some companies for example may just have a restriction and they can't buy large cap companies that's mm. also you know like, like there's some funds that say okay well, you can't buy anything over a billion those are so few and far between mm. but the amount of funds the percentage of dollars in the marketplace that can't buy something over a bill under a billion is like 90 percent mm. i see what you're saying so so it, so then if you look at company and, and then also look at like so it's it's traded over the counter so then you're like okay well so if only 10 percent of the total funds that are available could actually look at companies okay under i understand
3: john because my rbc direct investing platform i can't yeah. invest in micro stocks mm-hmm. like it won't yeah. let me like yeah, no, there no, was this There was this article I saw a couple of years ago about this company that was starting to make psilocybin mushrooms because like uh, for medical purposes, but they were they were the first publicly traded mushroom like shrooms company uh, in Canada. They're on the TSX, right? And I'm like. I'm going to go invest in this. Like I literally just took a course in university about the, about the high yeah. degree of benefit on reducing depression. I'm like, this is a great investment for me. Look at me, you know, psychology major learning about a good investment. Fuck. There's a, there's a first. Right. And then I was like, I go to invest in this on this platform. It won't let me. It's like, no, this is a micro stock. We don't, we don't condone. Like you're, you're not able to invest so this in this is money my point, though. So you know, not cause there's less people available the people. Same? Yes. it makes perfect sense. It it even gets And then guess what? The fucking stock went way up. I was like, RBC, you just robbed me. Like, you know, but but it goes even more hardcore
1: hardcore than that. And and here's why. So, okay, so then you look at a a bank that's worth uh uh, 194 million. Okay. The most you can own of a bank without having to become a a bank holding company is ten percent. Sorry, repeat that? (laughs) the the largest position that you can hold in a bank without having to be a bank holding company is 10%. Like so okay. like Warren Buffett okay. for yeah. example. Oh, like he owns 9% of American Express, not 10, not over 10 because once he's over 10, he has to then be a bank holding company and then he has to dispose of all his insurance companies. Mm. So, so once you go over 10%, there's there's a whole it's, it's, it's it there's a lot of technicalities and regulation behind owning more than 10% of a bank. It's I very see. difficult to own more than 10% I of a see. bank. So the maximum position that someone could put into a bank hold into this bank because it's so small is a hundred is nineteen million dollars, right? So you, and, and, but then also you have to think about, okay, well, so let's say someone was running an investment fund, how much like okay, so let's say someone was going to like buy five percent of this bank, okay? So they're going to buy 10 million dollars. Well, basically all investment funds, I mean it's very it's very few funds are going to have a position larger than 10. So basically any 10% of their fund in, in one stock. Yeah. So any, any fund that's more than, less than $50 million isn't going to be able to invest in this, right? Like at all. And then not only that, most funds, so basically only small time investors could possibly invest in this. Because if you're a fund, let's say of, of 100 million, right? So if you're less than 50 million, you can invest in this. Yeah. If you're more than 50 million, yeah. you couldn't invest yeah. in this. So basically, okay, from there, so if you, there's very few investment funds that are less than 50 million. Like it's just yes, like otherwise why run a yeah. fund? So then you're like, okay, well then you're only competing against individuals. Okay, well then even if you're an individual worth ten million dollars, right?
4: Yeah.
1: Let's say you wanted to actually have a worthwhile position in this bank. Let's say you wanted to buy two percent of it. So you're going to buy, uh,
4: you know, four million dollars worth, right, yeah. or whatever, uh, or uh, 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 yeah, four million dollars worth. Um,
1: like, like at any given day, there's only maybe a like maybe sixty to fifty thousand dollars traded. So if you do the math on that, like if I pull my calculator, like if you wanted to like, so if you were buying 50% of the volume every day, it's like, let's just assume that $50,000 trades every day. That's only $18 million a year that's traded. So if you bought 50, like it would take you like, like four to like, it would take you almost six months to actually like effectively buy up a position. So you're and so- then from there, it's, it's relatively illiquid. So John, I've like, never,
3: I've never once until like, probably you brought this up last week when you were talking about how you had to buy your position <laughs> in the yeah, bank yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah, like yeah. how you literally had to find a guy who was selling the shares in order to buy the shares. That's hilarious. Well, I didn't have to find but, him per se, but, like, well, but,
1: but there was only one other guy that was looking yeah, at this computer screen that day. That but was I, selling shares.
3: I, even when you mentioned that, what was in my head at the time was just like, wow, that's kind of funny. Right. It's super obscure, though. But yeah, but not once did I think of, okay, because this is a, a smaller bank and it kind of fits perfectly in this gray zone of being under the radar of larger investors, but over the radar of the average Joe Blow Samaritan. That this is oh, a well,
1: dude. It's so obscure, though. I know it's, so, it's obscure, like, but that's like what I'm saying is that this is where the, the stock, in most cases.
3: I know, but this is what I'm saying is that this is where a lot of the opportunity lies in finding yes. great investments. So in the
1: inefficiencies, yes.
3: In the inefficiencies, you're brilliant. I just want well, to know? No, 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 you no I'm are. Not brilliant. No, yeah. no, I'm not because maybe maybe like, you're going to lose a ton of money. Who about. knows?
1: Well, maybe no, no, not even that. But I I I read.
3: Uh, like these are not my ideas per se like these are ideas that i've read no. about that i'm like this john i know i know i know you're I I, I I i would appreciate if you just took the compliment i know that you're not like but, a genius but, but i'm just saying that what's like, really fascinating about it though i'm just saying like is, i appreciate that you've brought this to my attention because but i would have never um what's well, a you never thought this way about, about it really it right? is very unique yeah very but, but in the
1: same way that like okay so then this is this is one thing i was actually wanted to bring up was that you know, I think a really great opportunity, like, so if you look at like where I started when I when, when I started investing, my biggest mistake was investing in businesses that were too large for me to understand appropriately. But there was also just too many dollars chasing it. So it's like I was betting against, like, I'm not, when I'm buying a company as small as the ones I'm buying, I'm not really betting against people per se. Like, I, I think if anything, I'm betting, like, I'm just betting that people haven't noticed this yet or that. Um, maybe, maybe it's misunderstood, like, cause Smith and Wesson, by the way, is also a $400 million company. It's tiny and mm-hmm. it's a gun company. So a lot of business, a lot of people wouldn't buy it just on morality. Right. But, you know, you look at even like sleep country, which is a, one of my largest holdings, right. Uh, which is just a, like a a mattress retailer in Canada. It barely trades. There's some days where like it only trades a few hundred thousand a day, which for a, a company that's listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange is minimal. Like mm-hmm. on any given day, if you go check the stock price, it may not actually update because there's no one that bought and sold it that day. Wow. Right. So again, it's just like, it's a mattress retailer in Canada. There's a lot of ba- people can't even buy things in Canada, right? So it's like the odds of that being mispriced is much higher than Apple, right? Yeah. Um, But also it's the understanding that you have of a business that I think is so interesting because it's like, like like if my friend, if, if 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 I had a friend that owned meta and he came to me and was like, yo, I think you should buy shares. I don't know if I would, because I don't, I'm like, man, I don't know. This is like really complex. Right. Yeah. But if your friend, okay. Owned a mattress store in like in, in, in Chelsea. Right. And was mm-hmm. like, yo, like my business uh, is like, I'm just, I use really small examples. But if your friend said, "Hey, man, like uh, this year we're gonna do a million dollars in revenue," and I had a hundred thousand dollars in cash flow from the business, okay? Uh, or sorry, sorry, two hundred thousand dollars in cash flow mm-hmm. from the business, right? Or, no, no, sorry, yeah, a million dollars in revenue, but did uh, produced a hundred thousand dollars in cash flow? Um, actually, more than one hundred sixty would say, um, this would be more accurate, one hundred sixty thousand dollars in cash flow, and was like, "Yo, I'll sell you my business," um, for Five times that cash flow, so you, you could buy his mattress business for, uh, in this case, be K, like,
3: let's say, yeah, seven hundred thousand dollars.
1: So it's like, would you buy your friend's mattress store in Chelsea, Quebec, that was making one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year, um, in cash, for five times earnings? If you had the money, you probably would.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's
1: that, that's that's what Sleep Country is. I mean, Sleep Country is a mattress store, right? Yeah. If your friend came to you and said, "Hey," um, I own a bank and I want to sell off a portion of it. And yeah, I will sell you a portion of my bank at eight times earnings. Like like those are multiple like five times uh free cash flow, eight times earnings. Like those are multiples comparable to the private market.
3: Yeah, you kind like of you kind of changing
1: Do you think you could even buy like 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 the the five times free cash flow for Sleep Country, which five times its 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 enterprise value um so you subtract out its net debt. Uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that that's, it's going to trade for five times its free cash flow next year in the sense that uh, its free cash flow might drop a bit. But it's, but it's, it's trading at eight times its, it's, it's uh, five-year average free cash flow, right? So it's, it's still cheap, no matter which way you swing it. It's not it's just on last year's numbers. But what is interesting, though, is that if I came to someone and said, I'll sell you my painting business for five times the cash flow,
4: maybe they would say no. Because they'd say, "Well, I think it's mostly based off of you." But if you walked in but, but, so,
1: but if you walked into a retail store and you saw a bunch of 45- to 55-year-old men that run the store that don't even know who owns the store, and they all love their job and they're all super knowledgeable, you'd say, "I'll pay five times earnings."
3: Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Right. I understand. Yeah no, you're kind of shifting the way I thought about investments like three or four years ago and And how I think I'll, I'll think of it over the next decade, because largely my strategy so far has been like you made a great point, betting on something failing instead of some uh, instead of just operating in an inefficient like finding an uh, uh the right size of business that is inefficiently traded and possibly undervalued, and you're only betting on that one business winning is 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 actually a a remarkably different strategy although it may feel like a similar strategy to investing in a in a in a large ticket stock on the stock exchange like when i'm when i invested in shopify uh like i invested in shopify like early twenty nineteen it it skyrocketed it went like four hundred percent high and now it's back down at I think just below what it was worth in 2019. Like it's, it's completely fallen off the face of the earth because it, 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 by investing in Shopify, I was essentially saying that retail stores will start to fail. Right. Because that like the, the magnitude of the magnitude of Shopify, oh, the magnitude of Shopify in order for it to get as big as I like once it had reached four X, it's like for Shopify to keep growing at that pace, retailers have to start being inefficient like for me not selling yeah. for me not selling shopify at the peak i was essentially saying retailers will get more inefficient which was was kind of stupid i should have sold it at its peak Now, i when i held on to it and i wrote it all the way back down to what it's worth now well but shopify's so, a retailer too physical but brick and mortar i guess is the point no no no,
1: right? no but no but but yeah but but but, but sleep country is not brick and mortar
3: Okay, I'm not really comparing Shopify to, to Sleep Country No, 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 but I, but I, I, I think it's
1: important. No, but, I, but hold on. This is an important distinction, though. Uh, a lot of people look at online businesses or online retailers and say, oh, like that's the future, right? What they fail to understand is that omnichannel is also an option. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Omnichannel. So Sleep Country is wholesale, they're brick and mortar, like, which is the retail side, right? um but but they're also telephone they're online they're mm-hmm. any any way that you can possibly buy something i mean they're you send to, an email yeah, yeah. they're yeah. available <laughs> online doesn't have anything but
3: online <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it makes sense okay no it makes sense um yo john i hate i hate to cut this short i do gotta run but this is uh, yeah i know that so. hour an hour and 15 flew by i was i was really yeah we burned I, through that hey
4: yeah You're a wealth let of let knowledge, let my me
3: friend. Leave
1: you with,
4: well, let me leave you with one last comment that just to kind of spur your brain even more.
1: Fuck. Okay, I'm ready. So, okay, so if there's such a great inefficiency in these small banks and these small retailers and these, you know, just like small businesses in general in the publicly traded market,
4: think about how inefficient the private market would be. Like that might actually be the next great opportunity that I want to look into. If
3: you're foraging that forest of of private market with a big machete, I'll be right behind you with like a camera. Dude, I, I, I was... Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a camera? I'm a about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yo, okay, um, um, have a happy new year. See you next year. My favorite joke. <laughs> you're that guy. Okay. <laughs> that guy is always that
2: one guy. Oh, okay, brother. I'll, okay.
1: Uh, I'll see you soon.